Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Episode 196 of See You Next Wednesday, a weekly pop culture and film podcast where Single Diral decides what movies we have to see. This episode drops on Wednesday, December 23rd, 2015. My name is Dan Gorman. Knowledge is power for real. <laughs> My name is Casey Lyons, and I was laughed at by the other boys, Norm. But then, don't they always laugh at the graceful boy? <laughs> <laughs> My name is Greg Legro, and I can't hang with those guys. I'm full of stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. I'm super excited. We have tons of stuff to talk about this week. Uh, lots of things and tidbits. One of us saw Ridiculous 6. Uh, we are going to see Star Wars tonight, tonight. as we record yes. this. We've mm. all successfully, or rather, I guess I'll ask, have you guys successfully avoided spoilers? I have. Yeah, no I stayed spoilers. out of the internet. I, yeah. I tried desperately to stay out of the internet. Um, the spoilers came to you at work, you said. Uh, yeah. Fucking, uh, I, I think, <laughs> actually. Th- were things spoiled? Like somebody said some shit from the movie? Or? Uh, n- well, okay. There have been things where I'm like, okay, that could have been a joke. Uh-huh. Yeah. That I sort of overheard. Oh, or like but, more than you wanted to know anyway. Exactly. You were like, assholes. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh, like just the, and, but the thing, the thing that pisses me off the most is that it's not people being assholes. It's not like, hey, because I'd be like, oh, fuck you, but you're yeah. an idiot. Yeah. It's just fucking idiots. Yeah. Like it's just people just who talking. are too dumb yeah. to know not to fucking talk about it. Yep. Yeah. I just, I just told people at work if they like mentioned that they saw it, I'm like, I don't even want to know if you liked it. <laughs> yeah, like just stay yeah. the fuck away from me. Don't you say anything. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I asked a couple people. I was like, "Well, okay, just tell me what you thought." And uh, yeah. you know, people whose opinions, like like uh, Scotty Riley said, he, he yeah. wanted to see it. And I was yeah. like, "Okay, well, I have to know what Scotty Riley." Yeah, yeah. not me. I see um, texted me that, and I silence. Yeah. I didn't even oh, respond yeah. to his text. Yeah. Fuck you, Scott. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm not even his friend anymore. <laughs> yeah. I deleted him from Facebook <laughs> even after the even after the movie. I called his mom. I was like, you know what? Me and Scotty were done. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We're done. You should be too. <laughs> yeah, just so you know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we're going to talk also about the Venga Boys Christmas Party album. Uh-huh. Uh, we will roll for stuff next week and more if you would like to contact us to let us know what you thought now that we have seen the movie. Email mm. us at info at modernsuperior.com. Uh, rate and review us on iTunes. Go to modernsuperior.com and comment on all of the threads there or tell all of your friends in real life about. See you next Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Uh, before we get to the tidbits, I have two things. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, friends of the show, Taylor and Ermy, got us gifts. Oh, boy. And yeah, they said no nice. opening them until the show. Because they want a live um, reaction. Mm-hmm. So here are here they are. They're very Feels small. Like soap. Feels like soap or like trading cards or something. <laughs> it's hints. All right, you we're guys opening smell them. terrible. <laughs> from Taylor and Ermy. I can smell you on your podcast. <laughs> oh, my God. Mine, I have a mom and dad save the world oh, uh, promotional cool. pin. Very nice. <laughs> oh, man. You love that movie. I, uh, when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I, oh, sweet. Oh, people, yeah, people under the stairs. Craven's people under the stairs. And, and robot jocks. jocks. Oh, nice. I've got uh, Maniac Cop 3. Oh, shit. And Species 2. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, and I also have Stay Tuned. Oh, oh you do yay. love that movie. I love that movie. Yeah. So we got these promotional movie pins. Oh, man. These are official, too. Robot Jocks. Better than Pacific Rim. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no joke. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, man, that's great. Jocks with the next. I also have some R2-D2 cookies from Emma's mom and sister, if we'd what? like to snack yeah. on oh, for, they during made the show. Them? Yeah, well, oh, I think they may have been um, uh, created from a purchasable thing. Yeah, but, okay, yeah. whatever. That's fucking cool. Yeah. I'm super excited what about this. What flavor is this Stay candy tuned. cane? Uh, Star Wars flavor. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> like dirt and space dust. Yeah. Oh blue, my God! These pins are amazing. He did mention that where where he got them, he was in L.A. at the time. So he like, I guess he found a store that had all this shit, and yeah. was like, I gotta get these guys these things. Yeah. yeah. That's oh dope my God, well. Taylor yeah. and Ermy, thank you. Yeah, man. There's a Maniac Cop three pin. Yeah, yeah. that's pretty good. <laughs> the interesting. I've actually mentioned that that specific Maniac Cop on the show. Yeah. I think these are all fairly specific to things we've talked about. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty good, man. Yeah. Totally thoughtful stuff. Oh, I can't wait to wear that. <laughs> Species 2, 1998. <laughs> that? that was the subtitle. <laughs> Species 2, the year this Why comes out. Why is it on there, the year? All things should have that. <laughs> all, all things should have that. Yeah, Good but... sentence, <laughs> So, tidbits. Let's get into them. Tidbits. Um... What have you guys been watching? I wrote down some things, but I don't want to spend too much time on my things. Yeah. What nope. do you got? What did you guys check out? Any news? Uh, yeah, well, I can't. I, I wasn't thinking of news this week. I've just yeah. been keeping my There's eyes been a, away. Yeah, from I the didn't news. really read a lot of news sites because I didn't want to hear shit about yeah. Star Wars. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Like, not I haven't lot, been but I feel on like the radar. Not, nothing really popped up that was super duper okay. big or anything like that. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Watching. I finished Fargo. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Now Fargo is not something I watch anymore. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, I hate that about my life. Yeah. That. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that I, I I love the way it ended. Yeah. Um, and and there were there were little things that happened where where I was like, oh, how are they going to tie that up? There's not much show left. And then they tie. They're like, there's this one thing specifically. And then they just tied it up in the smallest little way. Yeah. That was just really satisfying. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I miss that show. Yeah, that's a really good show. Uh, season three is going to take place in uh, 2015, I guess. Is that what it is? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> yeah, season one was like 2007 or eight, right? Something like that? Or yeah, 10? 2006. 2006. And, okay. then, um, and then this was 1979. Right. <clears throat> well, uh, oh, yeah. More, please. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yeah. And uh, also, uh, please, as good as uh, season two. Yes, please. If you could. <laughs> Thank you. That would be yeah, good. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah, Fargo. I, just, I missed yeah. that show. Yeah. Oh, and I needed to watch a show, so uh, I was like, I'll check some stuff out. And like, if uh, turning '90s movies into 
film, uh, television shows is the yeah. way to go. Let me see what's up with the 12 Monkeys pilot. Okay. Oh, no. Yeah. I hear that's uh, just an abomination. Oh, man. Yeah. It's so horrible. Yeah. <laughs> it's just so terrible. And I'm watching it, and I'm like, hold on a second. I can see how this would be a good TV show. I could see how they turning... They don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I, I could see how turning a Terry Gilliam world into a television show might be could a lot be of fun to watch. Yeah. yeah. But I think you should let Terry Gilliam handle that. Yeah. Or at least take some of the inspiration of the quirkiness and the weirdness of that movie, that cool, weird-ass music that's in it that's so kind of Mr. Bungle-ish. Yeah. You know, uh, get that stuff going on, because it doesn't have anything like that at all. And uh, a storyline about a guy who has to bounce around in time trying to prevent or find a way to cure yeah. this super disease that wipes out, you know, 90% of the Earth's population. That's a cool idea. Yeah. You could stretch that shit out for a couple of seasons. I'd watch it, but this is just lifeless garbage. Yeah. I got the guy who's playing the Bruce Willis part is the guy who played uh, uh, Pyro in the X-Men movies. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, me either. It was like they really dug deep to find someone great. Yeah. I heard it was between him and the guy who was a pyro on American Gladiators. <laughs> but he just, just beat him up. Yeah, so that shows uh, whole seasons on Netflix, one of the regions, and uh, I'm here to let you know, uh, don't bother. Did you just, well, all you watched was the pilot? I watched the pilot. Like, I wasn't going to watch more. Like okay. it's, it's shot terribly. The script isn't any good. The acting sucks. Yeah. yeah. And they've like kind of lost, I don't know. Any, and there's no vibe of the original movie at all. Yeah. yeah. That's so dumb. It's really dumb. Anyway. Speaking of TV shows. Yes. Um, I watched the first two or two and a half episodes of the new Netflix documentary series, Making a Murderer. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Have you guys watched any of that? No, not Oh, yet. no, but I wanted to. Yeah. Man. So. In my queue. It's crazy. Yeah. So it's like about, um, it's about 10 episodes each episode's an hour, and it tells the story of a guy who went to jail because he was uh, convicted of rape, even though he didn't do it. Mm-hmm. And he went to jail because of basically a bunch of people in the uh, law enforcement didn't like him and just disregarded all of the evidence that said he didn't do it. Mm-hmm. And then he went to jail for 18 years, and he got Jeez. out, and then uh, they weren't done with him, is what you kind of are, is kind of revealed in the trailer. Oh, my God. So all of the 18 years is basically the first episode. So everything about what he was convicted for, all of the stuff that was um, the details of the surroundings and how like his cousin was married to somebody in the force and nobody liked him because he was poor and part of this family that had a bad rep. And he so... Because he was poor? Yeah, like he... They, they're kind of like... Where they, in America? Um, I can't remember the name of the place. Uh, I wouldn't be able to pronounce it either. Um, <laughs> but it is... Uh, Ohio. It is, yeah, Ohio. <laughs> Ohio? Ohio? I'm sorry, I can't. Uh, yeah. Um, no, it's like the, the, his, the, the, the family own like a salvage yard, and they're like kind of have their own community in this bigger rural community. And so they're kind of like... The not you know, not looked upon in the in the neighbor in the neighborhood or whatever as like a, a a great like they do good things and they've had some troubled times but they're not like awful people you know what I mean they, yeah they're just kind of like oh they're less than us kind of situation that's and, disgusting and and man the first two and a half episodes of this show will make you so mad because it really is one of those shows where they lay out all this stuff and you're just like like how can you not 
how can him how can he have gone away for 18 years like he had how can, how can people he had alibis person... he was with his parents and they had receipts from places that he was at uh, at the time of this thing happening All right and they had another like suspect that was like well clearly this is the guy he's done this before yeah and yeah, was yeah. in the area at the time and like all this shit and it's just like insane that he went away for that long All right um and that they could never get it out but they finally like do get him out on because of the DNA eventually is it's like after 18 years they can actually look at the DNA and say no it wasn't him yeah. um, but then the second episode is basically like there is possibly a new missing persons slash murder thing and they instantly say oh, it must have been him again um, oh and from God. there that's where the show's gonna go it's right. just gonna be all about that and it's fucking crazy man wow. definitely watch it yeah I'll check yeah. that out it sounds like a real sort of uh, it's upsetting it sounds like it feels like the jinx it is it's not as like jinxy it's jinxy. Yeah. Um, it, the jinxy was a bit more like slick. <laughs> just jinx. <laughs> just a jinxy. Uh, oh, my old pal jinxy was a it, <laughs> jinx was a bit more like slick and with all the like um, reenactments and all the way that that was shot was way more cinematic than this. This is just yeah. like a kind of down and dirty procedural yeah. style. Cool. It's definitely different, but it has that same kind of thing where you're just like, holy shit, this is spellbinding. Wicked. But yeah, definitely check it out. Yeah. It's yeah. up on right. Netflix. Yeah. Faux show. Uh-huh. Um, you watch so any? after Fargo, this is uh, very briefly after Fargo, I needed a show to go to as well. Uh-huh. So, uh, I just started watching reruns of Roseanne. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> cause Myos had no idea what or who Roseanne was. Oh, wow. <laughs> and so, uh, we started Amazing. watching that yeah. and now, um, yeah. She loves Roseanne. Because it's fucking awesome. And I'm so like, good. and I'm reminded why it is one of my top five favorite sitcoms it's of all time. It's amazingly good. So it's fucking brilliant. Yeah. And, I mean, she, she is n- nothing short of brilliant. Yeah. And, and, and you watch her and you go like, why is she not still the biggest thing? Yeah. Because her delivery, everything about the, her, her characterization and everything is fucking brilliant. Yeah. And uh, and you just go, wow, she was just batshit insane. Yeah, yeah. Or also, a she devil. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it, it didn't seem to, to stop uh, Meryl Streep's career. So. <laughs> Who knows? You know that Roseanne has a web show coming out called yeah. She's So High, where she just smokes pot and talks about weird things. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there was a there was a show called Roseanne's Nuts or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I remember a re- reality show where she owned a nut farm or something. Yeah, that just seemed so. Uh, put together like oh well everyone knows that roseanne bar is uh fucking crazy and and what if we put her on a nut farm and called it roseanne's nuts and it also sounds you know like nuts right (laughs) yeah ugh, just gross but uh, it hurts me that she's being bounced around these things that that are beneath what she can do yeah uh but I don't know. Maybe her sitting around smoking weed is going to be awesome. I don't know. <laughs> Who the fuck knows? Yeah. But uh, after after Fargo, I was like, I I need something that's Fargo esque or something. So I just started watching Coen Brothers movies. Yeah. yeah. And I started with the man who wasn't there, mm-hmm. um, because there's a tie in with uh, with the, this season of Fargo. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, it's still great. Yeah. But it's not as good as I remember it being. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Um, So then I watched uh, Burn After Reading, Uh and it's much, much better than I thought it was. I told you. It's a (laughs) fucking really good movie. It's it's Oh, I never thought it wasn't a really good movie. I just thought it was like a much lesser. Yeah, no, on my second watch, I'm like, this is fucking awesome. Yeah. I, Yeah. uh, uh, I 
fucking I loved it so much more. But I still maintain that Brad Pitt is is really disappointing in it. I just don't think that he got the tone mm-hmm. uh, the way everybody else did. And had he not been in it, I think that the that what the movie was trying to achieve would have been achieved to greater effect. Uh-huh. But uh, everything else about it, fucking again, Francis McDormand is fucking brilliant. Oh, but in the man who wasn't there, Francis McDormand has literally the best drunk acting <laughs> i've ever seen in my life <laughs> fucking mind-blowing yeah so Wait. this just in Coen brothers movies are good. <laughs> yeah, pretty good still yeah. even their crappy ones are pretty great yeah sweet what else did i watch anything else this week i feel like there's a bunch of tv action going on i watched the fargo mm-hmm. i don't think i uh squeezed in any uh christmas I, oh you know what i did watch uh, mickey's christmas carol last oh, night awesome. oh yeah. yeah love it yeah great so good absolutely i love think it. it's the version of uh christmas carol that i've seen the most me too okay i mean scrooge is probably working its way in there now because yeah. i watch it at least every other year but i've been watching mickey's christmas carol since i was you know Three. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I haven't watched it since I was a teenager, I think, though. Yeah. So, boy, it was great to watch again. Yeah. Really good. Really good. It's like 27 minutes or something. Like, fucking right on. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Pretty good. <laughs> but, um, yeah, the rest of the uh, the week has been uh, devoted to uh, not having Star Wars spoiled and also rewatching Star Wars. Uh, <laughs> oh, uh, yes. Also, yesterday I watched all three Star Wars movies. <laughs> all, all in one day. Oh, yeah. didn't you do A New Hope or whatever a little while ago? I did all three of them uh, less than a month ago <laughs> or maybe about a month ago. But I was but we got home and Myos was like um don't you want to watch the Star Wars movies again? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, literally, she, uh, I I hadn't thought about it, because like, I was like, well, I just watched yeah. some kind of thing. Yeah. But then her just going, don't you want to watch the, the trilogy again before you go see the movie? And I was like, yeah, let's do that. So that was, you know, what, uh, six hours of my yeah. life. That, uh, that was so well spent. Yeah, yeah, goddamn right. We can talk about that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I watched New Hope again, and I watched the despecialized versions, which are terrific. Yeah. Really great. Fucking they look really awesome. Nice, right? And none of and they the junk. Left in, they left in an explosion or uh, like a little thing here and there that, that was just nice. Yeah. It was really nice. Yeah. Um, what a treat to watch those movies. And I'm always, every time I'm watching them, I'm kind of uh, amazed at how consistently excellent all the design is across the board mm-hmm. of the ships, of the, of the aliens. Yeah. Everything is such a unique... But really realized thing, you know. Uh, like you watch, I love sci-fi movies and space movies and junk like that, and particularly from this time period. And all of it, like not all of it, but some of the good ones have like some cool shit in it. But some stuff that's like, well, didn't finish that, did you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't a full idea. Or five guys were working on the same thing without talking. Yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but everything is so well put together. Yeah. So yeah, it's not just like it's a it's a bunch of cool things, but like everything that's involved with the sand people fits in with like it looks like it belongs together you know yeah uh like the, just the fact that the how the banthas look and that's what they how they travel like it's just really really cool how to put it all together but and and for a movie that that nobody had any faith in whatsoever no, yeah, including none. all of the actors yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you can tell because the acting is a little terrible yeah you know <laughs> um and it's it was it's, god bless mark hamill though he is trying he is trying his ass off yeah <laughs> and i i think he's he's better than he should be yeah no it's he's all right um i have a, it's in, like i don't know watching mark hamill uh, as an adult and like you know seeing what he he can do as an actor yeah, particularly yeah. A voice and how, actor how crazy talented he is at, at so many different things yeah so I'm you know like what you're trying to carry here with no direction and no real experience other than some sitcom work like 
It's a huge load. Yeah. And uh, he does fine. And then yeah. to have his face blown apart and put back together for the second one, it's like... Yeah, oh, no, Greg, I don't think he did that specifically for the second one. <laughs> He's like, oh, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> and so it, it is... It is what it is, A New Hope, and it's really great, and it's it's the, it's the tone setter, and it opens up this world, and uh, that, but when you go to Empire, um, the the immediate jump. Yeah, it's crazy. In the production quality, value is... Yeah, the production value is fantastic, but all but, of the uh, acting the, is settled down, yeah. confident, they're yeah. really into these roles, they know how Princess much people Leia want this. Princess is no longer uh, British around British people. <laughs> 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 Which is one of the most distracting yeah. things about Star Wars. Yeah, is how they, British she is when she's talking to a Brit. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it just it's it's uh, it's such a better movie, and it is it's one of the greatest examples, of course, of the the sequel being better than the original because it took a fairly simplistic idea, the hero's journey thing, that had a couple of like neat things in it. But if you just left the New Hope alone, like this bigger world of the Force and how. Uh, you know the uh, how it all works with the re- the rebellion against the empire. It just it's so much more realized all of a sudden. Yeah. In the empire, it's a huge, huge jump in watchability. And uh, but also one thing that I like about it is that it's it's. I mean, it's obviously heightened reality because it's in space. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, uh, <laughs> Uh, but but I just it, you know the bad guys are bad. Yeah, yeah. they're just they're really evil. bad. They will just do evil things. They want to take control of the universe and be evil with it. Yeah, <laughs> like, like they have evil no... meetings. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And there, there's no like justifying their actions or anything. It's like, well, why why are you doing this? Why do you want to build a giant planet that blows up planets? Like, well, because we're evil. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's what we do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, yeah. I, there's something I think that's charming about that, that they don't do that anymore. There's not a movie where just the bad guys are just evil. Yeah. And I miss it. Yeah. I mean, it's good. <laughs> Clear cut. You know. <clears throat> I've always been. You know. How how intentional is the scream that C3PO lets out uh, when the Sand People show up in A New Hope? Like I don't know what the choice was to do that. Uh. You what? know what I'm talking about. Well, when Luke's looking through the thing, he's like, oh, yeah, wait, no, there's one now. Oh, yeah. And then the guy pops up in front of him. Yeah. Threepio like keels over while like shrieking like a like a 13 year old girl. (laughs) Yeah. And it's long and held out and kind of fades. I'm like, what? He's a robot. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But he's always having bad feelings and going and (laughs) being. They all are. Every single character says I've got a bad feeling about this. Yeah. (laughs) But but the shriek that comes out of him is why was it? Why was a robot programmed to be able to make that sound? (laughs) (laughs) Because Star Wars is the fucking best. (laughs) Well, they give him a lot of like noise stuff in. In uh, Strikes Back, yeah, yeah. Why, like why? every every scene, I feel like of him has him do that like thing. Yeah, I, like why he when, does that Yeah, a lot. why when R two D two is is uh, in the swamp and he's and he and and Luke is like, oh, over here, does he sing a little song? Yeah, <laughs> why is a robot singing a little song? Yeah, he's got Moxie. Yeah, well, why does why was also, the robot programmed yeah. with Moxie? <laughs> and he like hangs out underwater for so long, and yeah. then pops his little thing up. I'm like, grow up, R2. Yeah. <laughs> this guy's worried about you, and you're like, <laughs> oh wait, so, down here a little longer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why does a robot have comic timing? <laughs> so uh, I gave Dan Gorman my VHS yeah. copy of Empire Strikes Back last mm-hmm. week. Which I had not seen since I was so young that only moments 
of the movie I, I remember. Like, I remember yeah. a lot of stuff from it, but it's very like, oh, yeah, this is bringing up some kind of memory. Yeah. Yeah. So so I watched most of it on the VHS while a updated version of it uh, was being procured, and then I switched for the last, like, hour to a... Um, I feel like it was called like a semi-specialized edition. Mm-hmm. They basically it it it's not so despecialized that it's 100% the original, but it's also not so specialized that a bunch of the stuff in it is stupid as hell. Yeah. <laughs> like some of the stuff just kind of looks like none none of the like weird CGI stuff is there, yeah, but yeah. it is kind of pulled from the quality of Blu-ray of, right. of the specialization. Right. But so it was like a nice balance. There's nothing in there that I was like, that doesn't look right. Right. And all of the stuff, like um, I said to Greg, there was like, I guess they added a bunch of sparks in the scene where Chewie's trying to get the bits back of um, 3PO. Of 3PO and, yeah. and there's all these other things that they were like, there was a bunch of scenes that they had, I guess, cut up after the fact in different ways. Like they kept cutting back to Darth or something in one mm-hmm. of the new versions, and that was all taken back. So it was like pretty close. Yeah. yeah. But uh, it was pretty weird to watch half of it on VHS and yeah, then yeah, jump then. to like widescreen, <laughs> amazing quality. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, yeah. What What did you think? It's definitely a better movie than than A New Hope, which yeah. I famously do not like. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but it it is like. It is one of those things where just Star Wars, these Star Wars movies are just not for me. And this movie is a marvel of design. I fucking loved watching it in terms of visual stuff, but I just don't care. I'm watching this movie and uh-huh. I'm like, I don't care about this stuff that's going on here. And I, ne- I don't think I ever will. I'll I see know. you in hell. <laughs> I, don't know I agree why. that it is a way better it movie. It has my feelings. <laughs> like, it has, like, I enjoyed watching it and I, and I enjoyed... Like the the spectacle and the effects, and I love just looking at like everything that you're saying about sci-fi movies and how these ones are designed. I'm like this, like I it it has nothing to do, I guess, with to to explain it from my perspective. Like I I it has nothing to do with wanting to like take something away from Star Wars. You know what I mean? Like these movies, absolutely, I watch them. Like they deserve their place. They deserve all of the stuff that people put upon them. It's just it I wasn't into them when i was a kid so i just i watched them with this weird like screen in front of me being like yeah no like this you is, should this take is that great. screen down it's <laughs> easier to see the movie yeah that's you probably know what I mean? the, the problem is that there's I'm a movie going screen, on, yeah. on the other side of the screen yeah and i'm it's just a great fucking yeah. and it and i don't disagree uh-huh. but i, I just watched probably... it i'm like this is this is cool but i I, get, I don't care <laughs> i can't get too mad at you because i i'm sure it's the same way i feel about the lord of the rings movies yeah where i'm just like mm. i look at it i like i watch it these are better than the Lord of the Rings, I feel like, oh, in, yeah. in well, some I mean, regards. Yeah. yeah. Like, uh, I'm All pretty sure it. a fucking... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Casey's just foaming in the middle. I, I like the Lord of the Rings movies, I like them but too. let's not fuck around. Yeah. It's not even close. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But, but, I mean, I, I watch the Lord of the Rings movies, and I go like, yes, I, I understand that people love these yeah. things so mm-hmm. much, and they mean so much to them. Uh, but this is not for yeah. me. Like I sit here listening to your conversation, I'm like, I agree with everything you guys are saying. Yeah, hundred percent. But mm. when I'm watching the movie, I'm just like, I'm not invested in this. 
I have no investing. There's, I'm yeah, not invested in these characters at listen, all. It's just like Star this Wars. super awesome adventure, man. Yeah, totally. It's I, cool. I, like, you know, I don't uh, like get weepy or something no, when I but, watch. But well, I never, that's not entirely true. I just never care. I'm never like, like... It's just like the most fun movies that have ever been made. But I think also, I think also for me, like watching them, I can't discern whether they are good movies or, or not anymore. Yeah, no. well, I've seen I, them so, this one is good. so many times. <laughs> yeah, this and, one is good. Um, yeah. But, but, but I mean, like people go like, oh, well, you know, like Return of the Jedi is not a good movie if you watch it kind of thing. But I watch it and I'm like, no, this is still a great no, movie. No, Jedi is really good. And yeah. it's almost, it, all, it could have been maybe even the best in the series if they had stuck with the Wookiee idea. Uh See, that was a, I, I, I disagree like because I like the Ewoks, fun. and the Ewoks are what that move are, are one of the things in that movie. So I'm like, well, no, the Ewoks exist because the Ewoks exist. Like it's yeah. a, it's not like it was a choice or anything. Like Star Wars is a preset thing that mm-hmm. exists and is such a huge part of my childhood. Like there's weird things that have been going on inside of me all day, <laughs> uh, thinking about going to see this new Star yeah. Wars movie. Yeah. Like it. it I'm I am like really excited though because I feel like I'm I'm hoping anyway that like JJ does enough of like throwing back to these ones and just kind of doing a copy of these ones but putting his spin on it that maybe having all these new characters I'll be able to have that yeah. like yeah. here's my entry point to being invested because there's all these new characters for me to follow and it's not yeah. like the ones I know from when I was a kid that I, when I didn't care about these movies. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because right from when I was a kid, like I always tell people, I watched these movies when I was like eight years old and I was just like, I don't care. Because I yeah. was never really into sci-fi until I got older. So I yeah. feel like these movies already imprinted upon me like, these are cool, but anyway, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I watch it, I'm like, this is spectacular to watch. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. And I, I did find that with watching because it's been quite some time since I've watched empire because i keep on attempting to you know go like we're gonna do the trilogy and then just for whatever reason you don't keep up with it and so i've seen a new hope like a lot of times in the last few years uh and empire not so much so it's been it's been a good amount of time since i put empire on and it just it just hits the ground so confidently it's so good um and with what we're gonna go see tonight i don't like jj abrams doesn't have to make the best star wars movie that's ever been or justify my childhood or something mm-hmm. like that. He just has to make a Star Wars movie that isn't fucking terrible. Yeah. yeah he, he just needs to get them just, out of the gates. He just needs to start again. Yeah. Yeah. And and I mean he is really uh redefining the Star Wars universe. Yeah. Like he's the first step in redefining the Star Wars universe, which um I'm okay with because the Star Wars universe is allowed to be opened up. You can open it yeah. up because there's so many more things that you can do these days. Um uh I, I don't know. I don't want to say anything about it until I actually see it. Yeah, for sure. It'll be interesting. Just like, yeah. We just got to write the ship because, like, the prequels. I don't know. It's I don't know if you guys know this. People don't like them very much. <laughs> what? Uh, <laughs> what? Yeah. And I'm like, and I've been. It's so weird to watch because we just watched those, and I've had so much of the prequels imagery going on in the last while that I, I you kind of. It was good to go and watch these again to get a fresh kind of. Not a fresh, but a, get that kind of that taste washed out of my mouth a bit. And and when you rewatch this stuff and then think about the prequels, I'm like, when he was making the prequels, it's like it's like he didn't even see these movies. Yeah, <laughs> all these things that don't make any sense and that drove me nuts while I was watching the prequels the first time. And then you just sort of accept that R two and three PO are there, and that Darth Vader made C three PO, and yeah. he's never at any point like. 
Hey, that's my robot. <laughs> I built that guy when I was like, what are you doing here? <laughs> yeah. What, my son owns you? This is crazy. Because he remembers the old days before yes. he was Darth Vader. Yeah. He's yeah. not like he lost his mind. He doesn't remember his youth Even or anything ben, like that. Ben Kenobi goes, I don't see I've never, never owned a owned droid. A droid. Yeah. Yeah. Really? You yeah. don't? Not this exact droid? Yeah. Why doesn't the droid remember you? It doesn't really matter. Maybe they wiped the droid's memories fine, but... I mean, but they didn't because the jurors, because they talk about shit that they remember from fucking yeah. uh, a way back when. Yeah. And also, uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi, you're hiding out in the desert. Better change that name to Ben Kenobi. <laughs> They'll never find me. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> like dummy. There's so many little things like that yeah, that yeah. are so dumb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But whatever. Who fucking cares? Yeah, but it, <laughs> that, that, that drove me nuts. Like, that was one of the things where I'm like, oh, my God, man. Yeah. Like, did, we, we didn't need R2-D2 in the, in the prequels. Think of a different robot. Yeah. And then have him do R2-D2 type things. Yeah. We'll and we'll, we'll be fine with it, you know? That's BB-8. BB-8. BB-8 sure. it up. There you go. Oh, that's another... Oh, well, I'll talk uh-huh. about it. Something <laughs> that was spoiled for me that bums me out. No, no spoilers. I'm not spo- I'm not saying yeah. it to you guys. I'm just saying, like, there have been, like, little things here and there that, like, what is wrong with the fucking internet? The internet knows that this is the movie that nobody wants fucking spoiled for. Yeah, them, so some people just want to be assholes. Every, but it's not, it's not just individual people. It's publications. Oh, sure. Like, it's, like, immediately, as soon as the fucking opening night starts, like, uh, like you know, blogs and, and online, like, like, uh, like online magazines and stuff like that come out with all of these spoilery fucking uh, articles just because they want to be the first one to have this article. But yeah. fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> fuck your shitty I saw, fucking publication. I saw more reviews, though, in the first night or two that went out of their way to be like, don't worry. Like, I feel like all well, the I'm stuff sure that I follow of them had... that are, like, super Well, nice I found a ton, like, like all the sites that I follow, I feel like everybody was... Because re- they want people to click on the review, but they know that if they don't, like, in the title and the description... Then and people aren't going to be like, no, 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 uh, yeah. you can read this. Yeah. 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 But, yeah. But I feel like, that's, like immediately... that's something that people do... With every movie, but it's just heightened because we're all so excited, right? Like, every time a movie comes out, like, the day after, everybody gets their reviews up. Yeah. But we're just so excited. It's like we well, can't handle it. Because this is bigger than movies. Special, yeah, yeah. This is not just the release of a movie. Yeah. Um, that's, that. yeah, I don't know, man. It's just like, man, fuck you, internet. I appreciate <laughs> the boobs and everything, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um... What else should we... Is there anything else before we get to... Uh, did you guys watch anything else? I have a few really quick things that yeah, aren't yeah. Star Wars related. I got something to mention to you. But go. So okay. I, I I, I've got to, well, one or two more, more watchy things. Because yeah. um, I have been listening to Harmontown a lot lately, and yeah. I mentioned it on the last show, I finally got around to watching the documentary ah, Harmontown. Yeah, I saw that. Oh, you yeah. saw that in theaters, right? Yeah. And then I, and then I saw uh, Dan Harmon um, do a live Harmontown yeah. afterwards. Yeah. So... It was. I loved it. I thought it was a great movie. I don't know why I thought I wasn't gonna like tear up and shit because near the end I really was like, oh my god, I'm gonna cry. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was a totally different movie watching it and knowing that him and Aaron McGathy have been married and divorced within like like they, they're divorced now. Yeah, they got divorced. Like oh, shit, I with, haven't been listening to. to they got divorced time. like a year hadn't even passed after they got uh... married and they got divorced. I, I hate to say, oh. I don't know their relationship, but I don't know them as people, but I did listen to a lot of Harmontown. Yeah. And from what I know of Harmontown, there's part of me that's kind of like, I can see it. Yeah, well, and, and a big part of the movie is him kind of like 
you know, turning a corner after that, uh, after that tour and being like, I want to be the person that like the people in my life need me to be. And, and, and like that includes my relationship and my relationship with my fans and stuff. And then to watch the movie knowing like, eh, he doesn't do it. You know what I mean? It's a weird, but it is like a super emotional movie and, uh, yeah, really great. So I, I was glad power. that I finally got around to watching it. I'm eating a delicious cookie right now. <laughs> um, I love the part about Spencer. Yeah. Oh, there's a bunch of stuff about Spencer Dan. And and I had never even really known what Spencer or um Comptroller, what's his name? Uh look I didn't know what the, I did, other than Harmon, I didn't know what any of them looked like. I've only just been listening to them. Hmm. So it was interesting to watch it being like, Oh, so that's what Spencer and that's what like that's what their stage show looks like. I've yeah. just been picturing it in my mind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was interesting. But that's such like a heartwarming, weird, amazing story. And the funny thing about about Spencer is that like, like it's really sweet that they pulled him up on stage to do this thing, but and, and that he was just you know this kind of real introvert guy that, but that he was so successful because he's a really funny yeah, guy. He like, is. He's, yeah. His his comic timing is great. And it's crazy that he went to the show being like, I think I want to play D&D with these guys. And then yeah. they were like, anyone here know D&D? Like, what a crazy, like, serendipitous thing. It's bananas. Yeah. yeah. Great movie. Mm. Definitely. Mm-hmm. That's it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, well, let me tell you this. If you have Netflix. Yeah. and uh, uh, I do. Yeah. Yeah, me too. And, you know, if you you watch something and then you get the uh, Because You Watched yes. section. I love that. Yeah, pretty good. Well, so, listen, this is what you have to do. To uh, I feel like it's a life hack for your Netflix. Yeah, for you particularly, Dan Garman. <laughs> what you have to do is watch Heat. Yeah, not with De Niro and Pacino, but with Burt Reynolds. Yeah, it's the one where he plays a uh, kind-hearted okay. uh, bodyguard mm-hmm. uh-huh. <laughs> called Max. Amazing. <laughs> and uh, watch Heat, not because Heat's great or not great, but because the section you get because you because watch you Heat. watch Heat. Is the greatest Netflix queue <laughs> I've ever seen in my entire life. Amazing. And all this shit popped up. I'm like, where was this movie? Where yeah. are all these movies been? I hate that. about. That's the one thing I don't like about Netflix. So last night I started watching this movie called The Wild Pair. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> A-I-R-Pair. <laughs> yeah, well, I wasn't thinking it was about... A, a wild pair. Of, I don't know that you weren't. That goes on. I was just thinking it sounded more like an '80s sex comedy. Yeah. Is this the 1987 wild boobs. pair? That's right. Directed it's a, by Bo Bridges. Directed by Bo Bridges, starring Bo Bridges, Bubba Smith, and Lloyd Bridges. Oh my god! Oh, wow. <laughs> it's 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 a. <laughs> Did it's somebody a... say dream team? <laughs> <laughs> um, it's basically Bo Bridges being like, "I can make lethal weapon." Oh no! Yeah. Well, that's a great poster. Yeah, pretty good. <laughs> it is. It's oh, going to take uh, two heroes to beat these odds. Mm-hmm. They both look very greasy from here. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, this is—I don't know how I've missed this movie my whole life. I have only seen about half of it so far because it was really late <laughs> when I discovered this. Tried really hard to stay awake, but. I thought of Dan Gorman immediately. Oh, man. And then I got five minutes in, and I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> this is definitely the one. I got to watch that. You really do. <laughs> uh, I think I'm on U.S. Netflix right okay. now, so that's where you'll find that. But, yeah, yeah the, uh, the, the I can't wait to see what up. I get for watching this. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. It's just the best. I couldn't believe it. Yeah. It's yeah. weird because, like, on some of the apps, like, I it's know. Like Gator. I didn't know Gator was on fucking Netflix. <laughs> I feel like I did know that. Mm. 
I like I know on some of the apps they will let you see like on the tablet app I'll I'll click on a button yeah. I'll click on a movie and and then it'll say like related to this title yeah and it'll give you a stream but not on PS3 not no, on no, no. computer no 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 I don't understand like if that data is there let me see it man yeah man although they have Hook opened it up. up let me see it man I do like you can now browse by genres it, like yeah, you can actually boy, click on great. it and go in and see a, just an uh, endless yeah. stream of whatever yeah that's nice yeah yeah. But, yeah that's nice of you to let me see what movies you, you have, have did they not have that before no, no. oh on, yeah. if you went on your computer you could like yeah. Type in or search yeah, by but, genre, on, but uh, on all the apps and stuff, it was just kind of like here's stuff maybe you want to yeah. watch. Maybe oh, you Apple see TV these has had the genre okay. thing, I think, for a while. But even that, it's just like here's a select number of the comedies we yeah, have. Yeah. Okay, now yeah, now, they, you, now can you can get, scroll like, forever, basically. Yeah. But it yeah. is kind of just jumbled up in whatever order. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm mm-hmm. gonna watch the hell out of that. Oh yeah, That's, <laughs> listen, it was made. I've for got you. some days off right it was now. Made for you. Yeah, like it's a Christmas miracle. Are you off the rest of this week? Yes. Yeah. Dynamite. Mm-hmm. No, I'll see if I can squeeze that in. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Nah. Yeah. Anything else? I, uh, I watched a couple of other things. First of all, I watched the. I finally uh, got around to seeing the rest of um, Sleepwalk With Me. Yeah. Uh, the Mike Birbiglia movie. Oh, man. It's a lot of fun. I like yeah, that movie. I yeah. really enjoyed that. Yeah, not much to say about it. Just a lot of fun. Uh-huh. Um, I watched uh, a movie called Stung. Because, oh yeah, uh, it's one of those kind of real B movies on. Uh, bee on movies. Doesn't it have bees in it? <laughs> and there's a picture of a bee on it. It's got one of those kind of pretty, like fairly striking covers where it looks like they put some effort into. Yeah, the, like, yeah, the, the cover DVD looks really cover. cool because it's like a real stylized bee with its stinger right in somebody's eye, and it's yeah. like what. Um, and this movie is uh, the worst movie, uh-huh. um, except for when giant bees come bursting out of people. Mm. That's a lot of fun to watch. Yeah. But like, <laughs> why are the bees inside people? Uh, I'm gonna leave. No, you I have to... bees inside me. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what this movie teaches you, Greg. There's bees inside all of us. Uh-huh. We just have to figure out how to let them out. Uh-huh. A lot of the ways, it's through your stomach, and then your head gets caught on one of the bees' legs, and then that bee walks around with your head on its Whoa. leg. I need to watch that. That part is cool as hell. Yeah. The rest of this movie is just a nightmare of boring and yeah. just terrible acting and poor bummer. Lance Henriksen. Anyway. Uh, so you're saying I should boot it up and just do the skip through until absolutely. I see some heads blown up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Until you see some bees coming out of some folks. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh, so watch that. But uh, uh, another, the final movie I guess I want to talk about is uh, I, saw, I saw The Lobster. Okay. Mm. Yeah. I've been meaning to watch this ever since it was at TIFF. Yeah. It's so great. Yeah. Yeah. So great. It gets a tad draggy at the end, but not not in a unadvisable way. Like, I'd yeah. say, watch it anyway. How would you explain it to somebody that knows nothing about it? It basically tells the story of how relationships really are. Um, in the weirdest way possible. <laughs> uh, basically, it's uh, about this program where you go and stay at this resort, like this hotel and resort kind of thing, uh, if you're a single person. And um, if you live in the city, like in the reality of this world, you have to be with somebody. And yeah. if not, you go to this resort. Um, and uh, if you don't find a match, if you don't pair up with somebody... Um, they uh, uh, like you get a certain amount of time, and if you don't find somebody within that time, they will uh, turn you into uh, an animal of yeah. your choice, uh-huh. whatever animal. <laughs> well, like. you get to pick. Uh, yeah, yeah, you get to pick. Um, but they turn you into an animal, and then they just set you loose, and you're an animal now. Um, 
but uh, and if you win, you get to go to the city. Um, yeah, if you okay. find somebody, yeah. you get to pair up, and then you uh, like spend. There's these trials kind of thing, and you go, you spend like a certain amount of time out on this yacht together, kind of thing, and and it's. It's super satirical, obviously, but it's it's so inventive and so beautifully done and so beautifully acted. Uh, Colin Farrell is fucking fantastic in this movie. Mm. Everybody in this movie. John C. Riley is in it. Um, uh, who else? Rachel Weiss is in it. And she's fucking great. Mm. Uh, Ashley Jensen from... Um, extras mm-hmm. oh cool uh, she's in it and she's just a fucking Sweet. delight uh i don't want to say too much about it um it, it just makes these little points about how people get into relationships and 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 the reasons they get into relationships uh, there's a couple of really hard things to watch in it though there's a couple of very violent things that happen um uh, yeah, that again are just are very difficult to watch, yeah. but uh, but they ultimately ultimately make it a really rewarding thing. Cool. Yeah, huh. I gotta see that. that. Yeah, man. Yeah. Quickly uh, on the topic of relationships, uh, Emma had never seen About Time. No. Um, oh no. So we drank a um, tetra pack of wine mm-hmm. while we were watching About Time mm-hmm. uh, and, and cried then like you, more I was than say. And you cried for how cried long? Cried for like a hundred years. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Just like because I knew that it was like I had seen it one and a half times because yeah. I told my mom to watch it and I was going out somewhere and so I watched half of it and took off after yeah. I had seen it in theaters. Yeah. And so I was like, "You're gonna like this movie. It's like really sad." And we watched the trailer, but I was like, "But it's worth it." And it's like really uplifting at the end of it. And like the messages of that movie, I feel like are really amazing. And mm-hmm. it's kind of nice, even though I don't, even though I have problems with that movie, it's kind of a nice movie to like go back in and watch again and then yeah. be like, "Oh yeah, I should like enjoy my life even when it's just like a <laughs> shitty day at work or whatever." Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? Like it's, yeah. it has like a good. A good reminder kind of movie. Totally. And just at the end of the movie, I, we were just like, fuck, oh, yeah, yeah. crying. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so great. Yeah. Yeah. Donald Gleason is just fucking fantastic. In it. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, man. I love that movie. <laughs> it's really and good. Bill Nye, obviously. Oh, is. God. Yeah. Totally. Yep. Just waterworks. Just crying away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pretty good. Mm-hmm. Any other things before we get into film roulette? Mm. Don't. Oh my god! Mm. Let's do it. Okay. Film roulette is our weekly segment where the three of us roll a die and the two high rollers get to go see something good. This week, all three of us got to go see Star Wars, but the loser has to go see something shitty. This week, the loser stayed at home and watched Ridiculous Six, but the loser gets to give the winners an album to listen to for the rest of the week. Last week, I gave these guys an album by Venga Boys, a Christmas album, and then we'll roll for movies uh, and talk about that album, and then we will see everybody next week. Mm -hmm. This week, we're recording on the eve of Star Wars. Yeah. So... What we are planning to do is mm-hmm. we'll try and record something right away when yeah. we leave the movie theater on a phone, um, and then you guys are going to reconvene and, and do some we'll deeper diving. The episode, yeah. yeah. But uh, I think Star Wars needs no introduction. The Force mm-hmm. Awakens, J.J. Abrams' new movie. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody knows what this is. 
If you don't, how did you listen through this podcast all this way? <laughs> but I feel like we should just throw to our initial thoughts, and then it'll cut to you guys, and then we'll start talking about Ridiculous Six. Uh-huh. Is that how we're going to do this? Yeah. That's okay, right? sure. So initial thoughts of Star Wars coming up right now, followed by Greg and Casey deep diving into The Force Awakens. Mm-hmm. Oh, now it's uh, time for the Mammo Verite yeah. part of See You Next Wednesday. Yes. We're, we're, so are we hope. both recording? <laughs> uh, I don't know. My my phone's now like, wake up. Make, wake me up if you need me. <laughs> we literally just walked out of The Force Awakens. The uh-huh. Force Awoke. We watched it. So, fresh thoughts. Holy shit. Yeah. What do you guys... So... I guess I don't need to recap things we recorded earlier. No. What do you guys think? How do we go about this? I don't know. My phone is being a dick. <laughs> uh, How do we dive in? I, I have no idea. I right don't even now. know. I'm like so <laughs> fuzzy. I'm just yeah. I'm very fuzzy, but I'm just gonna say that I thoroughly enjoyed that. Yeah. I had moments of extreme happiness. <laughs> I can't judge this as a movie right now. No, yeah. that's the thing, is that yeah. I very much enjoyed it. Yeah. I don't know if I was just if I was disappointed in some stuff or if it's just I have to get used to yeah, the yeah. new it's larger um, Star Wars uh, yeah. universe. Yeah. Did the like having those kind of like goofy jokes, like there's like JJ humor, right? Yeah. Did that yeah. throw you guys at all? Because I was the other, just like. The originals are full of goofy jokes. Yeah. And, and I was. And like, it had a place. I totally felt it. It was good. Yeah. It, it just felt like an expansion of yeah. the, the yeah, yeah. humor of, the, of the, the real ones. Yeah. Um, They had to incorporate the feeling of the prequels, right? Yeah. They had to because that's part of yeah it's, for better for better or worse that's part of the the Star Wars experience yeah yeah and I thought that they incorporated that as tastefully as they could uh, yeah I'd say so there were parts that felt like the prequels characters that felt like the prequels yeah yeah but it didn't feel gross no like the prequels no this was pretty you know we were talking about what he had to do was not make a terrible movie. Yeah. Yeah. And get out of the gates with something fresh and kind of wash the taste out. I think that's been accomplished. Yeah. Absolutely. I feel like I I liken it to for me buying a band's greatest hits album and then realizing like this is good enough for me. Yeah. Because I was like I thoroughly enjoyed that. I had a lot of fun. I loved the new characters. Yeah. I was more invested in this than I have ever really been. I wasn't put off by the Star Warsiness of it. I was just like, this I like. Now, I, I like all of this. this. Is like going to be Dan Gorman's favorite Star <laughs> yeah. Wars movie. So would, would you say right now that this right is now, your favorite I, Star Wars Right now, I'm weary to say that because I feel like it's weird. But I, I was just like, this is great yeah. the whole time. I you was never like... Clearly yeah. didn't have to make yourself enjoy no. it like you have. Yeah. yeah. Right. I know I'm going to watch it before the week's over. Again. I'll watch it. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like, it was just... And I really liked the... Like, I found the new characters... I thought they were really good. ...were great. I and I, I loved I, that movie. Yeah. <laughs> I, I really... I really loved it. I yeah. loved how Star Warsy both John Boyega and, oh, uh, and uh, Daisy Ridley... Yeah. I felt like Daisy fantastic. Ridley's yeah. introduction to her character, for me, and this might be weird, is like... 
it like does what they tried to do with Luke Skywalker because everyone knows that I don't really like A New Hope, but I felt yeah, like yeah. just her scavenging for yeah, things no, great. and then like getting those weird like the food and then sitting down and seeing a, like a ship in the distance. I was like, I'm in. Yeah. I know this character. Yeah. I am like aligned emotionally with her. And the same thing with uh, John Boyega. I was yeah. like seeing like the Stormtrooper guy stop. You're just like, okay, I haven't even seen his face, and I get it. And you yeah. didn't you know need what I any mean? sort of reason why he d- does yeah. what he does. You just kind of go... Oh, he's in over his head. Yep. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't just, like he this. He just wants something yeah. else. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I I loved this movie. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I totally bought uh, Kylo Ren, too, from the... when. When he stops on the battlefield and just heads a little head, look. yeah, it's yeah, like, sold him in. Very good. <laughs> Adam Driver, man, that guy yeah. can fucking do it. Very good. Yeah, I, um, yeah. I, it was yeah, weird when he took man. his when he took his mask off. I was like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah you. I forgot. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> don't take your dick out. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it quiet if you do. <laughs> One thing I will say uh, is. Um, C-3PO's voice has gotten really old. It's <laughs> yeah, very totally. high yeah, and, yeah. and, like, old man-ish. Nothing much you can do with that. Uh, yeah. And speaking of old man, it was nice to see Harrison Ford awake in a movie. Mm. Yeah. Boy. Totally. Uh, yeah. Saying things, saying jokes and looking like he means them. Yeah. There. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, yeah. He, the first Millennium Falcon... Like uh, when they take off and they don't kind of know how to use it, but they learn it quick enough that it's not like I don't have to watch them for ten minutes bumbling yeah, around. Yeah. When that when that scene gets going, I was like, "Well, this is what I I like this. Yeah. Like this is great." <laughs> oh yeah. boy. Mm-hmm. Yep. I uh, I I need to come back and see this. Again. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be I'll be seeing it. Well, I mean, I don't know if I'm going to be able to get in to see it before January, but yeah. we're taking my dad to see it. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah. Um, so, but that, you know, at the beginning of January yeah. at some point. Yeah, I so, gotta yeah. take Athena to see it immediately. Yeah. 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 I I cannot wait until B is old enough to, to, yeah, yeah. Right? to see it. Because this is her Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In this universe, it's so, it's so big. It's so much bigger. Um, a lot more ladies this time around, too. Which yeah. is fucking yeah. awesome. And I feel like J.J. handled a lot of that stuff, like, knowingly, but not... To beat you over the head with it, yeah. yeah. Like the well, way that there's just that there's women, yeah. Women. But also that like they he makes like a point of saying like when Boyega hold hand with it, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when Boyega's running over to like save her when they're gonna yeah, yeah, like, take yeah. the droid or whatever, and then she beats them up, and he's like, oh, okay. Yeah. Like yeah. it's Great. just kind of like I know I've... that people need that. Like I know that if I don't do this kind of stuff, people will be upset. But also like I should be. You know what I mean? Like, because it's I, 2015. Yeah. But, but there's subtle little things, like the, the moment where, you know, fucking John Boyega's character, Finn, is fucking laid out. Yeah. And, and Ray comes over, and Finn says to her, are you all right? And she goes, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> duh. <laughs> yeah, I oh, loved yeah. I felt like he handled it perfectly. Yeah. yeah. Yep. That's, did, uh, that's did, um... No, I was going to ask a question. I can't remember what it was. Uh, was I don't know. I felt like did did it bother you? Because I feel like I've seen all the people say like, "Oh, it's too much. It's too much." Like the original, that's the hero's journey, and it's just a bigger Death Star. Did that bother you guys at all? No, 
Okay. Because <laughs> well, no, I, I was just like, yeah, give I, me the I, thing I that I yeah, saw yeah, before, just, but that I didn't just, like, but better. The, the, you know, uh, the restart. Let's just and get everything on a nice, even playing field again. Yeah. We're not going to worry about any Jar Jar Binks or weird shit that we won't care about. It gave us a nice linear story we could follow and get introduced to these new characters. And revisit some old ones. And like a fucking Star Wars movie, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Star Wars, there's a Death Star, then they blow it up. Yeah. Empire That's Strikes their back, thing, man. There's a Death Star. <laughs> <laughs> like, it, it's yeah. like they're constantly yeah. trying to build a giant fucking. Yeah. yeah. Like that's that's the universe. Totally. And, and I feel like yeah, it it's ends. It's a fucking hero's journey. That's, yeah. Again, that's what fucking Star Wars yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. But I think they've opened it up a little bit. It wasn't exactly Luke's journey, you know? No. No, no. It's it's different. And it's. And the. The, the dynamics between characters is different. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'll say what I said um, on our way out the uh, uh, the theater. Greg Grunberg is the new Porkins. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that makes me laugh. When Very I saw much. him, I was like, oh, Greg Grunberg. And I was like, no, oh, Porkins. <laughs> All right. Hey, what's up, Porkins? You get a pass. Um, no blue milk in no, that cantina style yeah. scene. <laughs> yeah, there was a, there was like there were things that felt very familiar. Yeah. Even those big um uh, at one point there's a big creature that sort of sucks on the glass and yeah. it's like this little yeah, yeah, glass yeah, sucking yeah. thing that's a lot like the Minox yeah, in, yeah. Uh, in Empire. And the mouth is kind of like the Sarlacc has uh, all the teeth kind yeah, of. Yeah, for yeah. Sure. There's, so there's like elements. I think he used the elements of the past movies very yeah. very smartly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I yeah, still don't I, know how I feel because the universe of something that I, I don't count the prequels. I no. just don't. But the universe, <laughs> but I do count this very much. So yeah. the universe, the Star Wars universe, is something that's been with me since 1977. Yeah. It's just been expanded in like a yeah. crazy way. I got to deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel yeah. like the, like I was worried it would be a uh, super eight, but it wasn't. Yeah. Like for me, like it was like. Play with those pieces. These are good pieces, and I, and you're putting them in ways that I really like them. JJ, yeah. like, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, I had a really fun time watching it. I feel so weird, man. I feel funky. Yeah, <laughs> I feel so funky. Um, so should we? Is there anything else we want to say before we I'm, throw I'm, to you guys having a day to decompress? There's a zillion things I want to say. I yeah. can't say the here. Yeah. So uh, I think we did it. For yeah. You. <laughs> All right. Okay, well, now we will throw back to Greg and Casey having a bit more of a deep dive yeah. on this. All right? Later. Quickly, before Greg and Casey talk about The Force Awakens, A, spoiler alert, and B, we had some technical issues. Of course, that would happen during the most important podcasting uh, event of our career for, these, for this movie. Um, but basically, some large portions of their discussion were corrupted. I had to pull them out, and it... As a result of this, will sound like they are jumping around a little in discussion. They bring up Dom Hall Gleason out of nowhere and don't really talk about some of the other major characters because of this. But uh, we're really sorry about that. We're going to try and get the whole discussion out later. But here is what they have recorded anyway. So enjoy. All right, we're going. Okay. 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 Uh, well, welcome to part two, I guess, of uh, Star Wars Chat. Uh-huh. Um, I guess we should uh, we should have a warning off the top that our first little chat there that you just heard was um, pretty spoiler free entirely. I think. Uh, we were pretty good about that, yeah. and now we are going to become very spoiler heavy. Yes. So this is your warning. Yeah. So reach uh, into your pocket or whatever you need to do. Get your phone out. Press pause. Yeah. 
We'll sure. have this time stamped, I imagine, too. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is it, though. This is the warning. Throw your phone across the room <laughs> if you have to. Um, but, yeah, we've got some stuff to work through. Yeah. So we need to talk about it. <clears throat> All right. Uh, so, yeah, I guess as you, uh, as you probably uh, heard... In the last segment, we all enjoyed Star Wars, but it was a very new experience at that point. Yeah. Have you, uh, has anything changed for you? Uh, I've been thinking about it all day. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, you know, just one of those movies that hangs out in your brain. I keep on going back to it and thinking about scenes and what I liked and whatever. And I started, I started reading the internet finally. Yeah. Because I've been avoiding that entirely while yeah, it was opening weekend happened and I couldn't see it. It was nice to get back. Yeah, and to read some stuff, and uh, you know, mo- most of the response is quite positive. Yeah, I've seen very much as a success. Obviously, it's a huge financial success, and uh, there's a lot of the, uh, uh, the 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 comment I hear in, in the negative is that it's just a new hope again. Yeah, um, people seem to really have quite a problem with that. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, and like you know, oh man, and the original series was all based on such originality and stuff like that. And I'm like, no, yeah, it's it not. is. No, it isn't because the New Hope is Seven, seven Samurai. <laughs> yeah, it's it, it, it cribs from several different places yeah. and uh, unabashedly so. Yeah, uh, and this is like I think that was the smartest thing that they could do. Yeah, uh, because they're rebooting the franchise, but also continuing the storyline, uh, continuing the storyline. Yeah, and they did both of those things. So they balanced those things so perfectly. Yeah, um, and uh, uh, okay, so we'll talk. Uh, uh, I guess get the big thing out of the way. Uh-huh. Yeah. You want to? You want to do that? Get into uh, death. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Which, uh, like, before I saw the movie, because I noticed that Harrison Ford was not signed to a three-picture deal or anything like that. Yeah. I was like, and I knew that he had really felt that Han should have died uh, either uh, at the end of Empire or right. at uh, Jabba's Palace. Yeah. Um, but then action figures are more important, so Lucas was like, no way, sir. Yeah. <laughs> so I really was like, he's probably pushing for it or only agreed to do this if... It's only going to be one movie, right? And considering he broke his leg while he was fucking filming this thing, it's like, <laughs> he's he's a he's a uh, brittle old fellow now. <laughs> so, I mean, and you could even see it too in the in the scenes where he's got to where you know move around. Yeah, there's a lot of running involved. <laughs> yeah, you you can really see how gingerly he is running, and also how uh, how they're shooting around the fact mm-hmm. that he's a very slow old man now. Mm-hmm. And probably very high. Yeah, probably uh, from what from what I hear about about him. Um, <laughs> so I knew in the back of my mind it was a possibility, and yeah. as the storyline was progressing, and there is familiarity of a new hope going on, I'm like, oh man, oh they're gonna kill Han in front of me. Oh my god, yeah. And then I was like, well maybe not, maybe maybe they won't. Please don't. And then in the scene when it's happening, I'm like, there's no going back. And if they didn't do it now... It would have been terrible. It would have been terrible. But I was like, please don't do it now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was not ready for it. No. Um, and although, I mean, it was the perfect thing to happen. I wouldn't yeah. even be surprised if it wasn't even so much Harrison Ford's idea as it was J.J. Abrams because... They don't have a Darth Vader. No. They don't have Darth Vader. Yeah. They have a Darth Vader substitute, mm-hmm. and the way that they did that, I think, was the best way that yeah. they could possibly do it, because he's woven into the family. But also, how are you going to make... You know, this franchise now needs uh, an enemy as scary and hated as Darth Vader. Mm-hmm. 
How are you going to do that? Yeah. How are you going to do that with old noisy dick? You kill a little Han Solo in front of everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, wasn't, I went, ha- have Han Solo's son yeah. kill him. Yeah. Uh, oh, <laughs> spoiler again. Yeah. I, everyone knows at this point. Yeah, if you've yeah, gone this sure. far, then you weren't paying attention. And you know what? Forget it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I really liked the scene. I liked the dialogue. Uh, in yeah. That scene, how it leads up to it, where he, you see, like, what you're hoping for is a... Uh, some humanity left in him, you know? Yeah. Like, I, I'm really, I'm, I'm struggling with this. Can you help me? And that is, by dying, be, like, that. it's the step he needs to take. He's yeah. killing his father. There's something so. To shred uh, his humanity. And yeah. And he thanks him for it, you know? Yeah. Like, that's pretty good, man. Well, that that's the interesting thing, too, is that you see um, Luke in the, in the original trilogy. You see Luke um, wrestling with. Uh, with thoughts of the dark side, of mm-hmm. turning to the dark side and the power of the dark side. Yeah. Um, well, in this, you see the bad guy wrestling with uh, with like you. You rarely ever see that in a movie. You rarely ever see a bad guy going like, "I'm afraid I'm going to become good." Yeah. I feel the light in me, and I'm afraid I'm not going to be able to uh, to you know to push it away for yeah. very long. So then he kills his dad. <laughs> And it's like, so I did it. I did it. <laughs> I'm cool. <laughs> Giant golem monster. Don't worry about me. <laughs> yeah, it's very. I now it was hard for me to uh, be in the moment of the movie for the next like 10, 15 minutes. Yeah, because you were sobbing like a little bitch. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> I just sat there just like yeah. really kind of numb and a little bit like. They just fucking killed Han Solo, man. Yeah, I was in a I was Christmas shopping today, and I was in a, an HMV, and they have all kinds of T-shirts and stuff like that. And there's a shirt that just a picture of Han Solo, and it says Han Solo on it. And I looked at it, and I was like, Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was staring at this shirt in this fucking department store, just like, fuck, they fucking killed him, man. Yeah. This is it's intense, but it's but it's so good. It's it is. So, it's, it's so like healthy for this franchise. Yeah. And and yeah, like it was it was really hard to take and 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 there's a part of me that just I'll never be comfortable watching that scene no. when I watch this movie a billion times, which yeah. I'm going to do soon. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, they got to shake shit up. Yeah, and, they do. And they've uh they they've taken with this movie they've taken such a huge stride in doing that yeah um that i'm 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 proud of all of the all of the the big risks that jj abrams took yeah. not everything works for me but not everything's supposed to work for me i no. said in the um the last segment that something that really impressed me because i like like i always say the prequels just don't exist in the star wars universe for me like i just don't count them as star wars movies no um but there are kids who do. I work with a kid, a younger kid, and he's uh, he's like, I love I love those movies. Those are my Star Wars. Yeah, like I, I love the original you know movies. Is? But irresponsible parenting. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> oh yeah. Like I I told him he he should probably kill his own parents. Uh, <laughs> um. Long story short, he did. <laughs> but uh, nobody's throwing my name around, so uh-huh. I think I'm off scot free. Uh. But, yeah, no, a lot of uh, younger folks do, that is their Star Wars. Yeah, 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 and they love it as such, and they love, and, and they genuinely love it as a story, mm-hmm. which I'm like, that's crazy, <laughs> but then... Uh... <laughs> but you know what, as a story itself, it's not 
the worst. It's not the it's, worst. It's, it's poorly just handled written the worst. And poorly handled with a direction and, and you know, if you want to have these political aspects in there, which are interesting ideas, there's a different way of telling that story that's not so dry and horrible. Yeah, and the casting is uh, completely wrong for half of half of the cast. I'd Shaw, say. Uh, the- at like, least uh, everybody except for Ray Park and uh and McGregor. Ewan McGregor maybe uh, in rewatching it as you and I did I really I, I I gained a new respect for what Ewan McGregor was putting out there for that he yeah the funny thing is his performance itself was marred uh and, and sort of mired in in the mediocrity of those movies mm-hmm. um or just that a lot can happen in three years like a chatbot maybe your new best friend but what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The sad, clunky nature of them. Um, and, and by reflection, it made his performance look less impressive than it actually was. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah. So so J.J. Abrams took the feel of those movies mm-hmm. and added it to the feel of the original movies mm-hmm. because that's that's what the the Star Wars universe is now like it or not it is yeah. and you know what i didn't like that there was that influence yeah um in this movie but i accept it mm-hmm. and uh you know i i don't want cgi characters any of them i i want them all to be practical effects but yeah. it's just and you can have cgi sort of like ships and stuff like that that's all that I'm kind of all right with, yeah, but uh, but you know, I accept the fact that you just can't you can't do that anymore. It's you you are making too much of a niche movie if you do that. Exactly. And Star Wars but is combining not the in. two things: a physical thing, and until we like have perfect uh, CGI, which is a long ways away. I feel yeah. like it's just, it still doesn't look right. But meshing the two things, which is what he's done quite a bit of here, you know, combining models and um, you know large set pieces with computer graphics and it looks great yeah you know yeah everything everything felt like a physical thing to me in this movie um not everything did for me the way that the way that it um it's handled in in like where the wild things are yeah where that is impressive yes you know it's just little accents of cgi over practical effects and that's uh that's interesting but uh it couldn't be there's too much fantastical shit that has to go on in this movie but Mm. but all of that you you have to sort of resign yourself to yeah. or you just have to go that's you know star wars is not entirely mine anymore no you know and, star wars like, belongs oh, to to a couple of different generations and good that's good sure. rather that than have it die out of course and <clears throat> you know again with the critiques that are coming up about this movie in that it's a new hope again or whatever which is again a ridiculous so dumb. to make um uh, there's a lot of like plot hole issues that have come up and stuff like that and i'm like yeah I, 
you've seen Star Wars movies, right? Yeah. They're full of plot holes. Well, what are the... <laughs> I actually saw an article that said, here's all the plot holes that's going to make you hate the new Star Wars. Yeah. And I'm like... <laughs> I didn't even click on it. I no, saw that me same either. thing. I'm I was like... like no, uh, thanks, BuzzFeed. Yeah, you can, uh, you can suck a dick, internet, <laughs> yeah. because I know how to look at you, yeah. and uh, I don't ever want to see that, because <laughs> I don't fucking care. No. I'm interested <laughs> to know what they mean, like what plot holes, because I watched it without the mind of, of like, mm, could this really happen? Yeah. I was just watching character. I, I was just like, how are they going to get to Luke? Yeah. You know, and, and where's, uh, you know, where's C-3PO and where's R2-D2? Yeah. And I love BB-8. Yeah, right? <laughs> BB-8 oh, is man. fucking so great. Good. All of the new characters are fucking great. Not one of them is bad. Uh, when they get to the um, uh, the new cantina scene, mm-hmm. um, yeah, there were some throwbacks. A lot of people are like, it's, it's so referencing and everything, but... We needed that, though. Yeah, I you think kind of I think needed you needed that after the prequels experience. Do you, okay, so when you say you think we needed that, do you think we needed it because we needed to reset back to something familiar, or because? Well, yeah. What do you mean by that? I mean that there's such a there was so much. This is going to be the biggest movie that has ever been made. Right? Yeah, and there's going to be so many eyes on it, and because we've we've been we've had our hearts broken before. A lot of us. Yeah. You know, more than half of the viewing audience of this movie yeah. has been, you know, came out and got their heart broken, you know, Three over times. the course of nine years. Right. Over and over and over again. Like being in a bad relationship. Yeah. So going into this one, it had to be, we needed something. <laughs> Not even three times. Like uh, nine or 12 times, the amount of times I have actually watched those movies, yeah, despite yeah. Like, the fact that I fucking hate them. <laughs> so many times trying to figure out how to enjoy them. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's the devotion to the original three movies, is these terrible movies I watched over and over and over, trying to see if there was a way to like them. Yeah. There isn't. I just no. I, I can't, and I've watched all the supercuts, and then this and that, and it's like if you're if you're if you're. I went and got my hair cut at supercuts, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and that that didn't even help. So. Uh, but we needed something that was going to be a little familiar and a little bit okay. Yeah, you like, know, like, like again, like, like being emotionally damaged and needing to go home and like stay in your old room or something like that. You know, <laughs> visit your parents. And I'm glad reset. it's Christmas. I'm glad I'm going home to my parents' house at Christmas because my Star Wars toys are still there. Uh, yeah, I'm bringing them and I'm bringing them back. Yeah. Um, what do you think of uh, Domino Gleason? Um, as Hux. Yeah. I thought he was good. I feel he got there. Like uh, the first few scenes, I was kind of like, um, "Yeah, he seemed." Yeah, I just didn't feel like any kind of actual real either evilness or like presence. Is some no, kind of I just found I found him to be very mad. Yeah, he was a mad guy. Yeah, but the speech. Uh, yeah, really good. Yeah, that and was pretty good. When he got there for me, I'm like, okay, I'm down now. He seemed petulant. Yeah, um, and in a way that that uh, you know. Uh, maybe isn't necessary because you've already got Kylo Ren as a very yeah. petulant character. So maybe I found that uh, I would have liked him to have been a little more uh, Peter Cushing. Mm-hmm. Um, exactly. This yeah. is the. I mean, obviously, it's the it's the obvious comparison. Yeah. Well, so, yeah. but uh, but Tall maybe because that's a, a very seasoned actor, and maybe and he'll it, get there. He very well might. Uh, he's a very young actor who typically doesn't play these kind of roles. So. Right. He's he's usually a uh, uh, oh gosh kind yeah. of guy. <laughs> totally. Um, but uh, yeah, but yeah. He he got me there. That speech. I was like, all right, kid. I'm in. <laughs> you you climaxed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh-uh. Um. 
Yeah, yeah, it's fine. It's yeah. fine. So, uh, all right. Uh, so, Luke's lightsaber. Yeah. That's not the one from Jedi. That's the one from that's Empire. The, it's blue. Yeah, that's the one when from... When his hand uh, gets cut off. It's the one yeah, the one from New Hope, which I hate calling it that. Yeah. Like, it, it's it's the original one yeah. that, that Anakin gave him. Uh, or that that Anakin gave uh, Ben, right. Obi-Wan, yes. to give yeah. to him. Right. Yeah. Uh, the blue, and then, then gets cut off with his hand yeah. and falls through the Ben Cloud City. Right. Yeah. Which we don't see again because then in Jedi, he's got, he's got uh, the green one. The green one. Yeah. Which I totally dig. I like the green one. Oh, the green one's my favorite. The yeah. green, it, it, that is my favorite uh, lightsaber. So cool. Yeah. Um, I was still uncomfortable, by the way, with Kylo Ren's lightsaber, but whatever. With the, th- the little things on it? Well, the not just the, the little the things, hill. but just that it's 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 a much more frenetic uh, uh, lightsaber. Like, it's it's a lot more unstable. Like, the mm. beam is, like, crazy, uh, <laughs> where the where the Jedi beam is is a lot more stable. Yeah. Um, and I like that as a reflection, as, uh, you know, of the character. Yeah. That's fine. I just it didn't feel like a lightsaber entirely to me, but that's fine. Yeah, There's a lot of new uh, weaponry. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I was just like where'd they get the blue? Yeah, lightsaber. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm very interested to find out how how that got back. Well, it got into the hands of um, oh shit, I can't remember her name. Maz. Yeah, Maz. Uh... Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Maz. Uh, oh, wacky eyes. Mazzy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, what'd you think of her? Uh, I was unsure for half of it, and then I'm like, I'm all right with this. Well, I, I found we're very golemy here too, yeah. you know. But it looks pretty good. So I, I found I it really like weird. The design, you know? I like the character design. Uh, I found it very weird that it was supposed to be this very old character, um, but Lupita Lu, Lupita Nuango Nuango. Mm-hmm. Shit, um, has a very young voice and yeah. and has a very beautiful, graceful way of talking. Yeah, and I was like, uh, the, at first, the juxtaposition of that was uncomfortable for me. But then you think, you know, Yoda was fucking nine hundred years old. Yeah, <laughs> you know, so like, uh, so the aging process is a very different thing. Yeah, um, for some of these aliens, and 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 I started to really like that about her character was yeah. that there was a young vibrance to her, but she was an old lady for sure, and but. I found her to be, you know, when when they go in, when when Han is like, you know, just just be careful, don't look at any of it, don't look at her or whatever. Like mm. he he was setting her up to be like this, you know, scary whatever kind of thing. But I found her to be nothing but a benevolent character. Yeah. Um. So I I, I, I didn't really eyes, understand. I don't understand. I don't, who knows what he's talking about? Yeah. Um. That who knows ca- what that I, guy's I, talking about? I liked her, uh, and I liked her in the sense of what we were talking about, as far as having some element of the prequels in there, because she felt more like very much so. Yeah. From the world of the prequels, and yeah. I, I was like, all right, I'm okay with that. That this has that energy, but not in some gross way. Yeah. No. This still, still the set itself, like the the that whole like kind of temple thing yeah. that she's got her bar in, felt. That's okay. That's that's a very interesting thing. I guess maybe one of the final points we'll make is mm-hmm. uh, um, the sets themselves, the locations themselves, yeah. uh, were very new to the Star Wars, mm-hmm. um, to to the Star Wars canon. It felt like Star Wars happening in a different. It felt like Star Wars things happening in a different movie. To yeah, me, yeah, sure. Which is good, mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, now that's not not all the time. When they're on the Star Killer base, um, all of the corridors, uh, uh, like the the design of that, is very much like the the design of the Death Stars. Yeah, 
Um, and that's great. I, mm-hmm. I appreciated that. Yeah, me too. Uh, but again, that big, huge, uh, that big battle with the uh, the stormtroopers on the ground, mm-hmm. the Tie Fighters, and X Wings in the air. Yeah. Um, at that that temple. Yeah. Or whatever it was. Um, it felt like a very different location. Very much so. Uh, and that's been that I think more than anything that's been making me uncomfortable. Uh, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> uh-huh. What's wrong with my priorities? <laughs> um, but yeah, that that's what I've been having trouble uh, resigning myself to. Like the desert feels very much like a Star Wars. Star, yeah, yeah. Uh, fine. Cause, you know, because it looks like uh, like one of the other worlds. Sure. Um, when they're in space, obviously, obviously, it feels like uh, space. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bang on. <laughs> Like they did it, nailed it. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I guess I'm just gonna like end the forest and everything, and all the the new little uh, locations, and and the that you know when they go to Ireland at the end. Yeah, <laughs> uh, this is beautiful too. Absolutely, it's gorgeous. I'm nicely really shot. Happy yeah. with how that looked. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I, I guess I just I just have to to get used to those things. Mm-hmm. I can't wait for uh, the next one. For many, many reasons, but I'm really ready for some Luke, man. Absolutely. Oh, like when he showed up, I yeah. was like, <gasps> and I knew it was the end. I knew, yeah, yeah. I knew that they were about to wipe. Yeah. Um. But, uh, but I was like, no more, more, please. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it didn't are they doing the? Uh, there's so much going on Star Wars wise. I know we have all the standalone movies coming up as well, but. Are they sticking to the th- every three years? I'm not sure if they're doing every three years with this. I assume two. they probably will, but yeah. they have promised for at least, I think, the next eight years, they've said, um, a mm-hmm. new Star Wars movie every year. You're right. So I believe next year on tap is the Rogue One movie, Yeah, yeah. Uh, which uh, is given to who again? Rogue One is that... Uh, it was Josh Trank. Right. And then they sidestepped that. <laughs> fucking landmine. Too good. Uh, <laughs> yep, yep. Track too, records. Too in control of his movies, <laughs> if I have if I have one problem with him. Uh-huh. Um, um, oh, shit. I know who it is, and that's that's really bothering the spastic nerd in me. Yeah. Um, anyway. It's not Gareth Edwards, is it? Yes, it is. Godzilla? Yeah. Uh, well, he directed Godzilla, Greg. He's huh? not actually a, what? a massive uh, monster. The movie's a sham. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, he's <laughs> you, Because you that. always assume that the director <laughs> is, the monster. Is, is the main character <laughs> or, or at least monster. a monster. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Greg, I admire your childlike wonder sometimes. <laughs> uh, but, uh, but, yeah. So mm-hmm. we've got that next, and that's going to be really interesting because, you know, where this movie w- could afford to update the look of a bunch of stuff, that movie will be forced to stick to the aesthetic of uh, of the original trilogy. Right. Oh, no, they're doing every two years, so May uh, uh, May twenty fourth, uh, two thousand seventeen. We'll get the next one. Oh. That's, uh, that's because really... of uh, May, May the twenty fourth, be with you. <laughs> ah! I'm, so, I'm I'm ill today, so uh-huh. that's but, pretty uh, great, man. That's not super far away. 
Uh, no, no, I can handle that. And, and, really and, and the thing that. is, until that until that happens, I'll just uh, I'll just watch this movie a billion times. Yeah, um, that's and okay. The and you get another probably. little standalone guy in there. Yeah, that's yeah. Fun. These anthology movies, I'm pretty excited about. I'm excited. You know, let's just fucking blow it up. Let's just make Star Wars a big universe and and fucking why not? It was successful this time around. There's going to be ones that are less successful. But Star Wars is going to become a very different thing than these three coveted movies that, you know, exist as one little autonomous thing. Mm -hmm. It's now a big sprawling expanse with its own mistakes and uh and that <laughs> one to grow on. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but I'm excited for the future. Yeah, it's bright. Yeah, I uh, mean, the future's so bright. I gotta wear shades. shades. Yeah, I remember uh, when Disney purchased Star Wars. Yeah, and everyone was just like, "Oh man, Blech. I uh, <laughs> was so unhappy." I guess everyone was sick that day. <laughs> yeah, oh man, there was all this, and I was like, "Oh, oh man, oh, fucking everything's fucking ruined now." Yeah, I was like, hey, "Listen, it can't get any worse." Yeah, I feel like I, I think we're all on record on the show for saying that. It's like it can't possibly get any worse, yeah. and we've totally lucked out because it's all getting a whole lot better. Yeah, there's a really bright future. They've got at least at least an incredibly fun franchise for us to watch, yeah. and that's I mean after a what franchise. we've been through and you know all the hopes and wanting more. I don't know if you could really ask for more. Yeah, yeah, no. I think this, this is exactly what we need. And, and again, the fact that we're going to get a barrage of of new Star Wars movies. Yeah. Uh, that it, I, I don't always want to because I've always said like you know I, I don't want to relate everything on this uh, show to my daughter, but but th this is she gets this. Mm -hmm. She gets this as part, of, and maybe she won't like it. Maybe she'll be a bit no. all about My Little Ponies or you know someone else's Little Ponies. <laughs> You know, that's the less successful their little ponies line. <laughs> that, yes, that is, that is yeah, starring in the new movie. Uh, whose ponies are these? <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> but anyway, you know, maybe she'll be down with all that kind of shit, and that's and that's fine. But I will try my goddamnedest. To oh, make yeah. uh, Star Wars a part of her life, yeah, yeah for sure. I'm going to be doing the same. Thing. So, any any parents out there, uh, listeners uh, to the show, um, is there a way that I don't want to say trick your kids into liking something that you like, but I mean, is there a way to influence them honestly? Uh, because you know, I don't want to force something on her. I don't want to be like, I'm your dad, so like this thing. Ugh. Yeah. Um, but uh, but is there a way to positively enforce something in, in their their childhood so that uh, they like it? Because mm. I really want her to like Star Wars above <laughs> anything else. I don't want her to like me as a person <laughs> as much as I want her to like Star Wars. I don't know. I think you just have it around, you know. If the, stu the stuff is all pretty appealing, it's pretty accessible. Yeah. You know, kids like it. They're drawn to it. Yeah. Unless they're Dan Gorman. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I think it's all there. All right. Yeah. Well, I, uh, we'll see what happens. Yeah. I'm uh, I'm very excited for what we have coming our way. But, you know, uh, there's a lot of... Uh, too much weight, I think, was put on this movie for some people. That's the last thing I'll say about it. Yeah, it's a big, uh, fat movie. Yeah, it's, it's a movie. And listen, and, all, and we're like, oh, it's just the same thing over and over again. It's like, well, yeah, but listen, Star Wars... Uh, already changed movies once. Yeah. It's not Star Wars' responsibility to do it again. Somebody, yet, somebody else has to. And yet, at the same time, think about how... Um, 
think about how the the state of movies of big blockbuster action movies right now which are all but owned by the marvel franchise mm-hmm. and to a much lesser more adorable extent dc mm-hmm. um but uh it, you know they have a very specific aesthetic and they have a very specific uh version of right and wrong yeah where everything is sort of a gray area and everybody has their point start in star wars ba- bad is bad and good yeah. is good yeah um and and so that that aesthetic is starting to come is going you know invariably going to come back into uh style mm-hmm. because Star Wars is becoming, you know, just a fucking force again. Yeah. Not I'm sorry for the pun, mm-hmm. but uh um but yeah, who knows? Star Wars may just change change the face of of action again. Yeah, maybe it will. I mean, it's not uh, I, what I mean by changing movies and like how they're made and how they look and what they do because when Star Wars like part of the thing with it, it's like the storytelling wasn't new, but the way it was told was so weird. Right. Everything about Star Wars and still is. Like when you watch these movies, they are a totally different beast. They move differently. They sound differently. You know, it, it isn't like other shit going on at all. Yeah. But again, they can't. They've already changed it. They've already done the work of changing how we digest movies, how we think about them, and what we want from them. Right. So it's somebody else's fucking job. If you want, like, you can't just sit back and be like, do it again, Star Wars. Because <laughs> if they did too much different, you wouldn't be happy either. Yeah. So it's somebody else has to take the reins and make something crazy in the future someday. And hopefully, something is imaginative. And pure about good and evil as Star Wars is, my maybe will inspire young filmmakers. And we'll, we'll yeah, get something down the line. That's all I'm saying is that I, is that I feel like because this exists and is such a huge thing, it's like this massive planet that's just you know just going to be pulling other movies or or like influencing other movies into becoming you know Star Wars esque. Like you know um, maybe maybe because of Star Wars being big again we'll get another uh bat- battle beyond the stars sure <laughs> you know? i was thinking about that movie today <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know like star wars ripoffs are going to come out and some of those star wars ripoffs are pretty fun <laughs> fuck yeah 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 because this is going to be the biggest movie financially of all ever time been. well it made a hundred million dollars or something before it started <laughs> <laughs> which is fucking bananas and yeah. that's just ticket sales i think yeah pretty crazy what a fun time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, I guess, I don't know, I guess we should kind of wrap up here. Yeah, we're right already in another hour. So, um, oh, yeah. man. Star Wars. Yeah. Well, do you? Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to fucking, we're going to finish this up, and then Athena and I are watching uh, Return of the Jedi yeah. tonight. Yeah. So we can go back and watch uh, She Hasn't Seen It Yet. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go home and, and uh, act out the new one for Myos. <laughs> <laughs> so that. Only be the droids, though. Uh, oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> and and some of the weird cursory characters. Uh, it's going to be very confusing for everybody. And it's only going to be the parts I remember. Uh, so. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> and, and you know what? As a little uh, tip of the, the hat to J.J. Abrams, maybe I'll throw some regarding Henry in there. <laughs> oh, nice. That's, I, was, <laughs> I was thinking about that while we were watching the movie. Is like, I really wish that uh, that marketing could afford to have a little more of a sense of humor because I would have loved for this movie to be marketed as from the director of regarding, <laughs> regarding Henry. <laughs> from uh, the team that brought you. <laughs> Regard, yeah, or yeah. no, sorry, the writer of Regarding Henry. Mm-hmm. And the fine star. 
Uh, yeah. Throw yeah. some Ritz crackers in there. Yeah, yeah, and need. a big turtle table or yeah. something. <laughs> we know a little bit too much about regarding, about regarding Henry. <laughs> because I genuinely really liked that movie I when too. I was a kid. <laughs> I haven't seen it since then, but I was uh, like, uh, but you know, like I can't remember what year it came out, but you know, uh, I was a kid. 89, or something. 90? Yeah, something yeah. like that. And I was like, hmm, thoughtful. Yeah. Thoughtful. Mm. This must be hard on her. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. I watch sophisticated movies. <laughs> yes. I do. No, mother. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't enjoy the table anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I was a real little butthole. Mm-hmm. All right. So, in conclusion, Star Wars. Yeah. Pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. You're all lucky. Uh, all right. And now, I guess we're cutting back to... Uh, to the end of the show? Oh, yeah. Now Dan will talk about Ridiculous 6. Oh, yeah. So oh, look man. forward to that. Yeah, look, look so, forward to it. Yeah. Because yeah. I feel like there's going to be a lot of uh, parallels. Yeah. Pretty similar, these two movies. I think, overall. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Peace out, fuck faces. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. So many opinions on Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. I can't believe it turned out that Star Wars was actually Star Trek. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh-huh. So many feelings, so many opinions, so many things to listen to later, but (laughs) there's only one thing for you to listen to right uh, now. Sorry, what? And that is me talking about Ridiculous Six. Yeah. Um, This is Adam Sandler's first of many Netflix productions. Yeah, what did they sign him on for like? Like a hundred billion movies, I guess. I don't know. Whatever it was, it was too many movies. I think it it was actually six. six. Yeah. And I was literally about to go, that's ridiculous. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, this is directed by Frank Crotchy, who does all of his movies. (laughs) (laughs) Old Crotchy Pete. I said Crotchy. I know. (laughs) How what would you say, Karachi? No, you were right, Karachi, but uh, okay. but it just sounded uh, like Karachi. It just sounded like you really held that R, uh, Frank Karachi, <laughs> like in an Adam Sandler esque attempt to get a crotch joke. Yeah. In there. Oh man, let me tell you, he doesn't try to get any of those in this movie. Not. <laughs> There's a lot of them. Yeah, two um, hours. This thing, huh? two fucking long That's, hours. Yeah. This stars Adam Sandler, Terry Crews, Taylor Lautner, Rob Schneider, Luke Wilson, Will Forte, Steve Zahn, Harvey Keitel, Nick Nolte, John Lovis, Whitney Cummings, David Spade, Danny Trejo, Nick Nolte, Nick Swartzen, and many, many more, Jesus. including Vanilla Ice and others. I heard yeah. about the Vanilla Ice thing. Every scene, Steve Buscemi's in this thing, did I say? Every scene is yeah. a new classic Sandler collabo yeah. brought back to life, um, pretty much, and, and more. Mm-hmm. This film style tells the story of an outlaw who was raised by Native Americans and discovers that he has five half-brothers. Together, the men go on a mission to find their wayward deadbeat dad, and even though the IMDb description doesn't tell you, uh, I will fill you in that it is about them trying to get enough money to kind of save the the dad from Danny Trejo and his gang. I guess they're going to murder him if he doesn't get this money or something. Who's the dad? It's all very stupid. The dad was Nick Nolte. Okay. Yeah. So, Okay. Uh, Ridiculous Six. Mm-hmm. Fuck this movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I did not like this movie. Uh-huh. Not one bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that does not surprise first me. First things first. Yeah. Two hours. Yes. 
This is not good. This yeah. is like I was just <laughs> wishing for it to end while I was watching this movie. Yeah, yeah. Just thinking, as bad as his movies have been, I I sat through. You just watched the Cobbler. I sat through the Cobbler. That was really bad, but yeah. like a misguided kind of interesting bad. Yeah. And then I've seen That's My Boy, which like right. really hated that movie. Yeah. yeah, like one of the worst movies of all time. This movie is somehow worse than that, but I gave it a better review. I gave that's my boy half a star and this one star because this movie is really trying hard to look nice and it looks nice this movie <laughs> looks like a lot of money it looked uh, like it's shot so well it's really? not shot well in a way that that you think of like westerns like it's a pretty modern looking movie but yeah. it, it looks like a million bucks huh. it looks like six million bucks or or no 60 million bucks because that's how much it costs uh-huh. it looks amazing like the the cinematography is great they're really trying to have a style with like flashbacks and pushing in on people with like the camera moves and stuff. Like they're really right. thinking like, how are we going to place the camera? It's not just like I imagine what Blended was, where it's just like, yeah, but yeah. set the camera up and we'll do our scene here. Yeah. So I will give it that. This movie looks great and is excruciating. <laughs> <laughs> it's I could not have hated myself more while I was watching this movie. Yeah, well, you're so you. Yeah. You don't have to hate yourself, it buddy. It was terrible, and I was like, why am I watching this movie? <laughs> and you were like, why did I produce it this takes, movie? Yeah. For, <laughs> I hated myself for reproducing this movie. It takes forever to get going, and every time you think that the movie's <clears throat> going to continue on its plot, it throws in some super extended, really dumb piece of shit set piece gag, like... Like, every scene just seems like, here's our idiot joke, and we're going to do it for 10 minutes longer than we should have. Yeah. Right. And it seems like nothing forward is the plot. Like, the plot is literally just they need to get the money by the time... And then eventually he realizes he has all these brothers, and they get them all together, and there's this other gang trying to, like, do a bunch of dumb things. And eventually they get the money. I don't even really remember how they got the money. They robbed some banks or something, and eventually they have enough money, and a bunch of stupid shit happens. Right. I feel like the, like everything about a plot about this movie is flimsy uh, pretext for... Um, or pretensed, sorry pretense i'm very sick right now uh for them explaining why adam sandler is brothers with people like terry cruz and jorge garcia like it just seems like oh here comes some black jokes here comes some fat guy jokes well yeah like terry cruz says like i don't like like it's played that stuff is kind of played like terry cruz reveals to them like that his his mom was black or or no his his dad was black because it's all the same mom and and He's like, so just in case you know, you didn't know or something. It's like the joke is he thought they wouldn't notice he was black. Yeah, kind of, like the like that stuff is all kind of toss away jokes. <laughs> but um, <clears throat> okay, so Adam Sandler plays uh, a guy who was raised by Native Americans. His name is White Knife due to his tendency to use knives. He climbs with them, he throws them. He through this whole movie is just very like straight laced. Like, this is not wackadoo Sandler. This is like, I'm putting on a gravelly voice, and the jokes are going on around me. But yeah. I'm also, like, an action star, because I can do all these crazy things with knives, and it's kind of goofy, like the Zohan movies, where I'm flipping through the air and stuff. Oh, right. Christ. But, like, you like he jumps up on his hands as a handstand to run over to somebody before jumping back on his feet and stabbing them or whatever, and you're like, that's just dumb. And I think he has a real weird. Um, is there such thing as personality dysmorphia? Can you have that? Because I think he thinks he's something that he is not. Yeah. Because <laughs> like he's like he's pretty buff, isn't he? Like sometimes. he's like a workout guy a lot sometimes. of the time. Sometimes. Um, 
and yeah, then he'll he'll do like these. There are movies where he's just like, like remember the Longest Yard, yeah. where he played like a cool guy and shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like, no, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> you're the lovable nerdy misfit guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who's also not lovable and yeah. just not trying anymore. Um. So he, I guess, like there, there's this gang called uh, where is it? Uh, they're called like the the Left Eye Gang or something, where they, they have patches over one of their eyes. The left. Uh, yeah, I believe so. <laughs> Good deduction. Don't, don't quote me. I can't remember if it was left eye or right mm-hmm. eye, but they do. They all have patches over their eyes, and and um, if they didn't make a Lisa left eye Lopez joke, they didn't. I just don't know what's <laughs> but Will Forte um, is the runner of that, and Steve Zahn like is eventually brought into them and, and as a gang member, and they make him scoop out one of his eyes, and they do this gag where you see the silhouette of him doing that. And it's like dangling, and he's like trying to get it out, and it's like they're all going, "Whoa, disgusting!" But they keep cutting back to the silhouette of like an eyeball dangling, and him trying to like rip it out, and it was like really gross, yeah, and really <laughs> uncomfortable, and gross. I like almost couldn't watch it, even though it's just a silhouette. I was like, "This is disgusting." What about this? That isn't is funny. funny. It's just disgusting. It's yeah. just his eyeballs dangling. He's like, oh, "I can still see out of it," oh, and it's like stretching as he tries to pull it out, and you're just like, "This is just gross." And so much That's of this movie is like that. That's not a comedic premise. No. So much of this movie is like that. Like, um, Rob Schneider's donkey keeps shitting on people. Like, explosive diarrhea that lasts for, like, 30 seconds all over the wall and stuff. And that's the joke, is that it's funny as poop on them pooping. Yeah. <laughs> and funny as it is to pooping. Yeah. Um, Jesus. And it's, and it's How also... How hilarious is Taylor Lautner? Taylor Lautner is doing exactly God, what Taylor we Lautner. thought... <laughs> like like what we thought it was going to be yeah. last week. Casey mentioned kind of that it was going to be like the cool guy pretending like, look at me, I have a sense of humor. I yeah. can pretend to be slow. Yeah. And it is very much like that. Yeah. It's just Which like, is so funny because if you watch him act and if you see him... like I, I haven't really seen a lot of interviews or anything. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming he's probably not a very smart gentleman. <laughs> uh, so like for him to go like I'm pretending to be dumb yeah really like, wow. and it's kind of like they they his character's kind of like it, it's it's like oh, girl, I'm dumb but it's also kind of like a fa- like they kind of spin it like it's almost like a fancy lad dumb in a weird way like he kind of goes high pitched with it and you're like I don't know if this is offensive from like every angle or just one angle <laughs> a fancy boy. like it just seems <laughs> Like they like he plays it very effeminate, and I don't know if that's part of the joke or just a choice he made, or if they're playing it like look how effeminate. Well, he is. once again, it sounds like it sounds like the choice of somebody who doesn't know what comedy is mm-hmm. and goes like, mm, it's just what's like it's funny, funny that they're doing a funny voice and gay people. Those yeah. are the funny, but I don't funny know. If, like I can't do. tell if that was an actual like this. He's gay because I I don't. They never really. There's no jokes about that, but it mm-hmm. is kind of like it has that sort of like effeminate kind of voice to it, and mm-hmm. you're like. I think they just think it's funny that his voice is this way and they don't know that that like there could be that connotation. They're just like, it's funny. It's a weird voice. And like, yeah. he's dumb. And like, he he doesn't know like how to have sex. So he's talking, talking about fucking cantaloupes. Isn't that weird? Yeah. And then there's a joke yeah. where they, <laughs> there's a joke where they like, yes, it is. they create a diversion by making it look like a horse is, is giving him a blowjob where he's holding a carrot and the horse is eating the carrot. And it's like, these people need to be like distracted. So they're like, "What the fuck's going on over there?" While they're getting robbed or whatever. But then the joke is like, after the donkey or whatever sucks the carrot, it also sucks him off, and he's like, "Yeah, yeah, this feels great." And you're like, oh, God. "That's the joke." 
The joke is, whoa, it's funny that they think he's getting sucked off by Donkey, and then the joke is that he is. Right. Mm -hmm. Isn't that weird and funny? No. Um... Uh, Luke Wilson plays this guy that acts. As, this is like one of the only things that approached a What's funny. What's he doing here? Everybody in this movie is. What are they doing? What's here? Steve Zahn <laughs> doing there? And what? Will Forte is just completely wasted, and he's so funny usually, and he did nothing about any. It's so weird seeing seeing people that you are usually like you, that you usually like yeah, yeah, or you yeah. think are funny being not funny in any way. Yeah. The funny thing about Will Forte, like I, I don't actually hear like. Will Forte's in this and go like, oh, that's too bad. I just feel like, what a nice guy. Yeah. Like, I bet he'll just be in anyone's movie because he's nice. Yeah. Um, so uh, Luke Wilson plays this guy and he has this flashback where he's like tortured because he, he, he is a tortured guy because he flashes back and it's revealed that he accidentally let um, Abraham Lincoln get get murdered because he was his bodyguard that night and he's like i'm gonna take off to go to the washroom you'll be okay for a minute right or whatever and that's like the most only thing approaching like a funny concept that like right. he was and even he was like kind of i'm gonna done. pop out yeah. for popcorn you guys need anything or whatever and then in the hall he runs into john wilkes booth who is played by uh you guys want some cookies um, what's his name from Corky Dan Romano? <laughs> yeah. hey, you, we already got the cookies. I'll what's take his some name? more, please. Corky Romano, Chris Catan, yeah, yeah oh. or some. It's either Chris Catan or somebody. I can't remember who it was, but it was somebody <laughs> like that, like an SNL. Let me see. I gotta look this up now. Poor Chris Catan. You can't even be can't bothered even to know. This well, he was insane. under a lot of. Uh, a lot of like uh, yes Chris Kattan was John Wilkes Booth and he shows up like where's Abraham Lincoln's box and Luke Wilson's like whoa John Wilkes Booth oh I love you you're you're cool oh, over there man can't believe I saw you today or something and then he goes to the washroom he hears a gunshot and he's like no like that's the closest thing we have to like a funny concept here that yeah. he like had to go to the washroom and get some popcorn and accidentally let mm -hmm. uh, Abraham Lincoln get killed yeah, yeah funny. Sounds like a pretty, but the, those sounds things like a pretty low bar, and those things go <laughs> on forever. Like that's just like a ten minute scene, and that doesn't really have any. Like you don't really need to know anything about his character. It's they, just a shitty they, character they, anyway. Like, does he have to say John Wilkes Booth? Like, I think he, we all know. <laughs> well, he, he's like, oh, the actor. Oh man, you're amazing. I yeah, love yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Here's a brief history of you. Yeah. yeah. Just For in case us. no one understands what's going on here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For the Adam Sandler fans in the crowd, here's a brief uh, history of uh, John The Wilson. only other thing that approaches a funny concept is for some reason that I cannot remember at all what the, why this is set up. They decide to... They run into John Turturro, um, who decides to invent baseball. And there's a big scene where they play baseball forever. And I don't remember why. But the joke of the scene is that John Turturro is making the rules up as he goes along as they're playing because of all the things that are happening, and that's how baseball was invented. So he's like, there's two strikes. If you throw this ball at me twice, and if I can't hit it, then I go to that base. And then they throw two strikes, and he's like, I, I said three strikes. Okay. And that's the joke, because it's like he's making it up, and then they throw a third strike. In a, I can see how in an Air Bud movie that might be a good joke. <laughs> yeah, and they throw a third strike, and he's like, well, uh, you, that wasn't in the strike zone, I mean. So, yeah, and then they hit him with the ball, and he's like, well, that just means I get to go first base. Yeah, that's actually not and it is, there, and there's a There's a joke there's, there. And there's yeah, a way to work that out. And it's kind of funny. The, that execution, that, that actually doesn't the closest, sound that bad. The, Those two scenes are the closest they come to being like, okay, there's an idea here. 
and I get it. And he keeps saying like he calls somebody in the short in the outfield shortstop because he's like a shorter guy, and he's like, "That's going to be your name now, huh? shortstop." And it's the shortstop position. And you're like, okay, "This is just what the joke is now." Yeah. You just say these things, and he's like trying to steal a base, and he's like, "You weren't looking, so I'm going to steal. We can do that." And it's just it goes on, right? Yeah. And yeah. Yeah, and so much of this movie is just gross, and I I like even those scenes they're they're not executed well enough to laugh. Like I didn't laugh a single time, and it just felt like it was eight hours long, and I just hated my life while I was watching it. <laughs> I just was really sad. Yeah. Uh, let and me... eventually they get the money back, and all this dumb shit happens. Anyway, the end. Was was Jorge Garcia funny at all? Did he have anything? Because like I feel like even on Lost, he was like uh, not great at what no, he was doing. No, he there. is basically yeah. like unrecognizable in sort of like mountain man kind of makeup like just tons of hair all over his face he doesn't say anything in the movie it's all grunts he he doesn't speak any english it's all kind of like like he's like a crazy guy who's been left to his own devices in the woods and he doesn't speak english he just grunts and a lot of all the jokes are there or they can't figure out what he means and then maybe they'll mistake what he means for something gross or funny and yeah. he's just like ah uh-huh. yeah uh-huh. like he the, like he has to tell them about how he's also a half brother so he'll like pretend to have sex with the heir to let them know that the mom had sex here and that's how uh-huh. they're just stupid it's just Man. all dumb it's just it's awful sounds yeah. like a real bummer it's not funny it's shockingly <laughs> unfunny i came into this thing knowing this is not going to be good but it's like all of the worst things that you could think about these kinds of movies left their own devices and allowed to stretch out over two hours. And yeah. it really drags on. Ridiculous. Yeah. What happened to... Six. <laughs> what, what happened to Adam Sandler? And I don't just mean like what happened to his career or anything. I just mean what happened to him in life that made him... what like That made him do what he's doing. He was funny, right? Yeah, I I enjoyed Billy Madison and Happy Gilmore and The Wedding Singer. Mm-hmm. I just think, <laughs> but I mean, like, uh, he's so he's the voice of of terrible comedy. He's what everybody thinks of when when you think of terrible comedy. And he made a yeah. movie where he was the type of comedian who so- sells out and just makes shitty movies. Yeah. Like, so he knows that that's what yeah, he's doing. He gets so much but then money. he keeps what does he doing need to try it. Yeah, the money for. is huge. yeah, but that's but. Like he's got all that money. Like he's yeah, already he's not got going all the anywhere. Money. Like he's doing fine. It's just him being like, able to do whatever he wants, and they don't have to put. But why like, does he but want then to that do would, this? Yeah, that would then suggest <laughs> to me that this is what he wants to because do. Because I'm yeah. sure they all had a lot of fun on the set in their wacky outfits, cracking each other up in between takes. And I'm sure it all seemed funny to them at the time, and they all mm-hmm. got a trip to wherever they filmed it in the back country, and they all had a good like ranch, you know, vacation and. It doesn't matter that it's a shitty movie because it's going to make... They already made the money because it's Netflix. Yeah. And he's already been locked into a deal, and it's easier just to do this kind of thing, right? And I'm sure it'll play like Grown Ups 2 did for you in that movie theater. I'm sure all the people that click on this that want to see it The right people are going to see this, and even some of the wrong people. Like, people who are just sitting there in front of Netflix going like... Well, there's nothing else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, At least I want to know why this is sure, as and I'll as it is. just watch this while I play with my phone. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. And or... and maybe by that, <laughs> m- m- dick. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe with that being what they need from it, the fact that it's two hours isn't a problem for those people because it's just more of that kind of stuff. Yeah, and more time to be on your phone before the poop joke, and then you look up and it's funny. Yeah, you know mm-hmm. what I mean. Like two hours isn't 
is like an evening for somebody that likes this stuff. Just like oh, I'm going to watch this. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know, but I could not stand it. It was horrifyingly not funny. Great. And yeah, Vanilla Ice is Mark Twain. Yeah. That's weird. That's funny, right? Pretty funny. And then uh, nope. David Spade is there, and he's like, I don't know, like kind of his hype man or something. I don't know. It's weird. And they do do they do make a lot of modern references. Like they make a reference to Home Alone for some reason. Just like I don't understand that. You guys so that? they're not all modern references, <laughs> <laughs> but mo- modern compared to what? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But like somebody Westerns, putting yeah. their hands in their face and like going whoa, and then and then somebody says like I make that face too, but only when I'm home alone. Did you guys see that uh, home alone thing that uh, Macaulay yeah. Culkin put up? Yeah, no, I saw that it was a thing that existed, and yeah. I was like, well, knowing I that it exists, I is didn't good like enough. it. I was like, this is dumb. Mm-hmm. And I didn't understand why it was going so viral, other than the fact that it's it's him. it's because it's him, and, and yeah. it's like he's he's a weirdo, a reclusive. Yeah, but I didn't think like it wasn't he wasn't funny in it. It wasn't acted well. I was just like, this is no good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for I me, I still anyway. don't think that's the way to go. Yeah, if you're gonna do a Home Alone now, yeah, like I said this last year when we were talking about Home Alone, you just get Kevin McAllister. He's grown up now, and now he works for the government. Yeah, yeah you got an action movie right there. You got you know, yeah, the villain can be like Kevin. Yeah, <laughs> you know, come on, he's making booby traps. I agree. I'd be into that movie. Yeah, totally. Let's <laughs> make it, Casey. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know. Everything you're describing sounds pretty fucking terrible to me. Yeah, come on. <laughs> I'm game. I would. People would watch yeah. that movie. I agree. Oh, mm-hmm. absolutely. I'm yeah. not saying there wouldn't be an audience, but there's yeah. an audience for the ridiculous six. Yeah. yeah. True. Like that's that's what I should talk to then. <laughs> talk to Adam yeah, yeah. yeah. Happy Madison. Uh huh. Um. Okay, well, because I had to watch this movie, I made you guys listen to an album. Right. You guys listen to the Venga Boys. What's this called? Christmas Party Album? Exclamation point. Yep. The Christmas bus is coming. <laughs> uh, when did this come out? This was like... Uh, 99 t- or something. I think it was later than that. Really? Um, I, I feel like know. it was... Did you say it was like 2014? Yeah, I think oh, so. Really? Let me see. Didn't Venga I see Boys. 1999? That's the thing. I was that would about. make a hell of a lot more sense. No. 2014 Christmas Party Album. Really? Yep. Oh. Uh, the it second is. remix album from Dutch dance group Venga Boys and their first holiday album. Seven <laughs> Christmas remixes of classic songs and a previously unreleased song, Where Did My Xmas Tree Go? Where? A catchy reggae fusion inspired song. <laughs> the first and only single off of this album because the other stuff is just uh, remixes. Mm-hmm. Classic remixes, remixes of songs indeed, like yeah. Boom, 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 We Like to Party, Sha La 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 La, We're Going to Ibiza, Uncle John from Jamaica. Classics. Yeah. Remixes. That's an interesting word. That seems to be thrown a lot uh, thrown around a lot on this album. Uh, uh so I listened to the first song, which is that's a, a unreleased one. Like yeah, that's that's a new song they made yeah. for this album. Yeah. Great. Album of songs. <laughs> yeah. Is what this is. Well uh yeah, and that, that new one. What's it called? Something about who 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 got my Christmas who, who tree? Who took my X mastery? Where, where's my Christmas tree? Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, I remember that one being really weird. And there's a verse in it about how their uncle died. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> what happened? Me, me uncle. Yeah. Uh, died. Uh, they say. Yeah. Because it's reggae. 
Oh yeah, yeah. It's reggae. Oh yeah, that's the really the really uh, overtly reggae one. I ended. Up, I, I I watched this all, or I listened to it through watching the videos. Um, <laughs> one of the girls' names is Kim Sassabone. What Sassabone? Sassabone. Mm. Uh, one of those girls gave me a Sassabone. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, very, I'm very sick. Um. Uh. I yeah. Think okay. Well, first of all, so that one is uh, um, the part, the, an original song, yes. right? That has some semblance of a Christmassy idea, right? And then all of the rest of them, I like. I listened to most of them. Like I'd watch the video, the original video, and then I'd and then I'd watch the Christmas one. And there's nothing other than some some sleigh bells over top. Yeah, that's it. That's the and only they're barely difference. in the mix. Yeah, you can they're, like it, it, <laughs> you can. And I'm not a hundred percent sure that they weren't there before. Honestly, <laughs> no, I'm. I, yeah, like, I don't I, really I, know. I listen to the other ones. Oh, like, right. I, I would listen to the one no sleigh bells, <laughs> and then I'd listen to the new one, and it and it's the exact same song but with sleigh bells. Yeah, sort of. I put on the uh, the Christmas video. Oh. So that we can have this as a background <laughs> as we watch, as we talk about this album. Yeah. Yeah. Zip code only for me. <laughs> There's a hairless. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this video is uh, insane. <laughs> when like, I first heard this and, and one of the lyrics is like, I woke up and me baby was gone. I thought uh, like they were talking about a baby. <laughs> and I was like, you should be really worried. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just stop worrying about your Christmas tree and start worrying about the baby. Yeah. They stole two things. Mm-hmm. My child and my Christmas tree. And I want that tree back. Where did me Christmas tree go? Where? So what else? What else? So you I, you were shocked to find that the remixes were barely remixes. Yeah. yeah what do you think weren't. about all the music on here? Otherwise, um, I I thought it was exactly what I figured this would sound like. It's what I remember them sounding <laughs> like. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't offended by it. I was offended by the fact that they put out a Christmas album that's. That Not, it, this is the laziest to do with Christmas, Christmas album I've ever heard of. Yeah. Um, but uh, but then I was like, okay, well, I, what is this Uncle John from Jamaica song like? Why is that? Why is this on this Christmas album? Yeah. And again, none of these are Christmas songs. There's no, nothing there's Christmassy nothing about them. No, no. That Uncle John from Jamaica song is about how a girl, uh, you know, she has she doesn't like her life. And her uncle John calls her every day and says, <laughs> "Come to Jamaica," uh-huh. and that weirds me out. But yeah, but it has nothing to do with Christmas. I don't get this. I don't get why this exists. I uh, I found the lyrics to uh, "Where did my Christmas tree go?" Mm-hmm. Would you like to hear them? Yeah, sure. <laughs> yes. Okay. Woke up. This morning, all me friends were gone. Okay. Because they didn't get to eat. It should be mentioned that she's also a pirate. <laughs> <laughs> now, since I lost it all, me on me own, I guess this zip code is only for me. That's such a weird... That does not... Woke up this morning and me baby was gone because him didn't get no cash. Because I didn't care. Oh, sorry. But I don't care because I will party on. And so I put all his clothes in the trash. Yeah, everybody, as you do. This uh, is this is a this has a real English as a second language flavor to it. <laughs> well, I said before we started the, uh, recording, this is like a they're doing a like reggae kind of thing, but they are 
Um, Dutch. Dutch. Yeah. So is the is it? I was like, is it racist that they're doing like a me on me own like Jamaican accent thing? Like, is that, well, is that yeah. does that count? Well, she racism? must have some like because the the main singer, she must have some sort of connection to Jamaica because she mentions that you know my my uncle from Jamaica. Yeah. Right. So, so okay. maybe Legit maybe it's, out. There you yeah, go. like maybe there's something in her heritage is Jamaican, so it's like, oh, okay, right. this, yeah, some can... of my best friends. Yeah, yeah. Um, I O E A E I O. Where did my Christmas tree go? Where? What does the it... Christmas tree have to do know. with the all these other things? I don't know. But then they go, we do it every Christmas time. We do it every Christmas time. Yes, we do it every Christmas time. Every Christmas time, we do it every Christmas time. Do what? Wonder where your Christmas tree yes. went? <laughs> yeah, every Christmas time. Woke up this morning and me garden was green. Me Uncle John just passed away. Oh, Uncle John from Jamaica. Oh no. Called me his daughter. Called called me his daughter left a magical bean. Yeah. Yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> call call uh, called me his daughter left a magical bean. Now D good times have come here to stay. So they got a bean to plant to get a Christmas tree? Uh, everybody, we do it every Christmas time. Do it every, yeah, yeah. Nope, doesn't really resolve. Not okay, sure. but so my uncle John passed away. Called me his daughter. Left a magical bean. Called uh, okay. Um, called <laughs> called me his. T- he was like, uh, "You're my daughter. Here's a bean." Yar yar yo Christmas tree every day. Left a. Uh, Maybe he called her, and he's like, "My daughter left. My, oh. my daughter left a magical bean. Uh, Merry Christmas! It's yours. I now. gotta talk fast. Uh, daughter left me magical bean. Merry Christmas! Ah, I'm pulling off a roof. <laughs> That's a twist. <laughs> I don't even know what the bean does. Ah. Yep, really good. Really, really Christmassy. Yeah, I don't get what's going on here or what's wrong with Dutch people. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, like, nothing has anything to do with a Christmas tree being gone. Ever. Well, they do it every Christmas time. Christmas every time, Christmas time. Every, every Christmas time, Christmas time. What? <laughs> that is, that's not the oh, song. Oh, man. Really, really good. Thanks, Dan. Yep. We had a great time with this. Yeah, I was just I was more confused by this than, yeah. than anything. Well, the first song I was just like it was just so bizarre and there was all this like whip stuff it, that should be <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was like, Oh dear lord, is this gonna be the whole thing? And then it wasn't because it was just these songs I remember uh, you know, for going to Six Flags Great America or whatnot. Yeah. And um yeah, with nothing changed in them. I think I would have preferred all one huge album of these crazy reggae songs that are sort of about Christmas. That would yeah, have been that would have been fun, a lot but, of fun. Yeah, this sucked ass, man. I hate this music. Yeah. Okay. I don't know, Venga Boys. Okay. Yeah. Okay, well. <laughs> uh, yeah, what you got? <laughs> um, let's continue down Do the Christmas. Halloween version? <laughs> <laughs> um, let's continue down the Christmas uh, pathway. Uh-huh. And I'm loading something up here. Okay. Um, I have a, I have one picked, but if some if, if the next thing that pops up is worse, then I'm going to give it to you. Okay. But I have I have picked something. It's just not loading. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, okay. Here we go. Um, what the fuck? Okay. 
I'm giving you guys another Christmas album. Yeah. This is a Christmas album by the band Leonard Skinnerd. Uh, called ooh, Christmas that, Time not expecting. Again. <laughs> no. <laughs> Sorry, what? Christmas Time Again. Again. I just thought, here's something I would never listen to. Yeah. So maybe you should. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, this is, it's got, um, it's got covers, it's got originals, everything you would want from a Christmas album. This will, uh, incidentally, be the first Leonard Skinner album I've ever listened to. I don't even know if I, <laughs> I know what they sound like, really. Huh? Sure I feel like I don't know much. Freebird? You don't know yeah, Freebird? You don't yeah. know Sweet, Sweet Home, Home Alabama? Alabama? Yeah. But how long, I guess. They sound like crap rock. Yeah. yeah. Um, But I would never listen to this. This is something I would never reach for. No. <laughs> I don't. Know, I don't. I don't know that I have a problem with Leonard Skinner. I, I, just, I don't have a problem with. I was like, that's some pretty good guitar playing. But yeah, I don't yeah. care. I don't. I just don't like that kind of shit. I love the cover. It's um Santa Claus in a pickup truck with toys yeah. in the back. I, like, I of mean, course yeah, it does. Yeah, they were their biggest song they wrote because they were like, "Hey, shut up, Neil Young." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's for the listeners. The song "Shut Up, Neil Young." Yeah, <laughs> the song <laughs> "Fuck Neil Young." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I was just looking through lists mm. this week, trying to think what to give you guys, and I just thought, what's the furthest <laughs> thing that I would reach for? And I yeah. mean, there's a lot. Like, I was looking through a lot of those lists where they have the wackiest, like weirdest album covers, and I just thought those will be hard to find. Yeah. So, what's something that I know will be available and not something I would want to hear? Yeah, yeah. Because I almost gave well, you guys some something I want to hear Christmas albums that I do like and. I wanted to keep it Christmas, so I thought I'd pick something like that. Yeah. Yeah, that makes mm-hmm. sense. <laughs> You're really uh, fighting the war on Christmas there, Dan. I know. Yeah. Totally. All right. Leonard Skinnerd. Skinnerd. <laughs> what, are we, what are we rolling now? I guess we roll now. <laughs> what are we doing? What is happening? We're waiting to go to Star Wars. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Yeah. Um, Let me get the die. It's the holidays. Yeah. You know, a lot of movies coming out. Totally. Yeah. <clears throat> so um, many movies that we can't, we can't pick decide, one. Yeah. Joy. Uh, Hateful Eight. Yep. There's something else. There's another real big one out there that I'm like, isn't really bigger than those two movies, but I want to see. Is Concussion coming out? Oh, yeah. Concussion. Yeah. 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 Which, whatever. I'm interested. So, gonna, uh, oh, winner's choice. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm going to see Hateful Eight. If I'm I win. certainly oh, yeah, yeah, going yeah. to see Hateful Eight. Yeah, totally. Really, really. I, I, although, I think Joy looks terrific. Even though I don't know what the fuck I, it's about, it just looks so nice. I, I, that's the one for me where I'm just like, something's gonna have to happen that's gonna have to make me interested in seeing. I feel movie. like I, great I cast. Uh, David yeah. Russell typically makes movies I thoroughly enjoy. I, for need, me, I feel like I need a break watchable. from Jennifer Lawrence. I just think I, I think the thing for me about that movie is I don't want to see it because they are only selling it as you remember these people. In a movie by a guy that made a movie you like with these yeah. people. Yeah. I don't know. There's yeah. something yeah. about the imagery in those the trailers. Like, yeah. I'm, like, I'm very curious here. It, it is about... Uh, um, oh, the... I don't think it looks bad. I just feel like uh, watching it, I'm like, there's nothing that feels... There's nothing that's hooking me here. Yeah, it's actually about uh, the woman that invented the mop that you can, like, twist while you're standing up into, like, right. a bucket. And then, oh, really? like, became super famous selling them on uh, the shopping network. No shit. Yeah. yeah. So I guess she has this kind of crazy whirlwind story. Um, I think she was trying to invent other things and kind of hit upon that. 
Yeah, and but I don't know like what the plot is other than that's who it's about, right? <laughs> Good enough. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So winner's choice versus something terrible from the Netflix pick. Yes. Christmas horribleness. Everybody must must remember the film <laughs> Jingle All the Way. Uh-huh. And I feel like all of our listeners are now saying, oh, well, lots of podcasts have talked about Jingle All the Way. It's true. I Why could go they? listen to every, uh, I could go listen to How Did This Get Made about that. Which it's, is a spectacular episode. Great episode. episode. <laughs> is that what you think our listeners sound like? Yeah, they hold <laughs> their finger up in the air. finger up like, oh, don't play uh, Essentially, <laughs> I can <laughs> listen to already content about this film, and I may do that instead. <laughs> We yeah. can say to them, uh-huh. hold your horses, yeah, horses, yeah, uh, because maybe you didn't know there was a sequel to Jingle All the Way. No, I maybe certainly didn't. I didn't either until you said it. Uh-huh. Uh, maybe you didn't know that it came out in 2014. Uh-huh. Maybe you didn't know it starred Larry, the Cable Guy. Yeah, Dan, Larry, the Cable Guy, Whitney. Yeah, yeah. Uh, about. Larry's daughter wants only one thing for Christmas, a talking bear. Uh-huh. His daughter's stepdad intends to make sure that Larry can't get one. What a dick. Yeah. Well, that's the plot. Ugh. I hope it's an actual talking bear. Yeah. Uh, from the cover, it looks like it's just a toy. Boo. Nah, doesn't <laughs> sound as good as Turbo Man. No. Nope. No. Nope. I agree. Mm-hmm. And this is from the director of uh, Chairman of the Board, it looks like. <laughs> oh. Yep. <laughs> Ooh. And right. Beverly Hills Chihuahua 2, Tooth Fairy 2, <laughs> Jingle All the Way 2, uh, what else? Inspector Gadget 2, Dr. Doolittle, Million Dollar Mutts. This guy's career is making me sad. <laughs> what? Okay, Who's in it? Here's Inspector one. Gadget 2? Who plays well, Inspector Gadget? Before you get too sad, he did direct two episodes of the Upright Citizens Brigade television show, which is funny. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, What's his name? His name is Alex Zam. The Zammer. The Zamzies. <laughs> what did you want to know? Who's in Inspector uh, Gadget 2? Yeah, yeah, who plays Inspector I think it's Gadget. French Stewart. Oh, it is. Uh, yep, French Stewart. Yeah. Yeah. I got sad again. <laughs> <laughs> For a number of did reasons. Did he do it like his thing? Did he do? Did he play the part like he does all of his stuff? Like his French Stewart thing? Yeah. I would assume so. Why else would you get French Stewart? I Stewart-y? don't know. <laughs> yeah. If you've got French Stewart, if you were lucky enough to get French Stewart. I think I need to see a bit of that to fully understand. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, Casey. <laughs> complexity. Casey is rolling. Yeah. Let's do this. Does that count as a six? It looks like a six to me, yeah. fellas. I don't know. You know what, do guys? We, I'm going to go out on a limb and say it's a six. It, Hell, it's, called, let's call it's it a teetering seven. on the edge know, because it, it landed and hit a, a bag. bag. If I lift this bag, it's going to fall to the ground. Casey put that bag there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you know what I did? <laughs> I put that. I planted that bag there I, and then rolled in such a way. I feel like we have two options. Uh-huh. Either so, you re-roll. Right. Or we or move, the, move bag, the bag and see what happens. I move the bag and we see it fall to the ground and what happens. I feel like moving the bag. Is okay, we're going. That's a three. All right, well. <laughs> All right, I'm rolling. Oh, hidden dice. That's a three. Oh. All right. You have to roll higher than a three. That's okay. a five. So we tied. That's a re-roll then. Re-roll. Yeah. All right. Or just Greg loses? Is that No, because <laughs> he got higher than a five. That's an eight. That is an eight. He's <laughs> like rolling on like every like on USB sticks. And, oh. I may be uh, unorthodox, but I get the job done. Yeah. Oh. oh. 
Three, that's a three. three that's again. another three. Yeah. My life. <laughs> it's a Christmas miracle. Yeah, man. I am on another streak here. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, yeah, terrific. Great. Yeah. Wonderful. Jingle all the way to two. <laughs> Maybe I'll do a back to back. Maybe I'll watch the original. Later. I I've seen Jingle All the Way more times than I should have. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I feel more anyone than once, anyone, <laughs> yeah. which is more than anyone. Yeah. I was gonna say anyone that's seen it once has seen it. <laughs> yeah. It's such a crazy movie, though. I I'll watch it again. I, I know I will. It is weird. Yeah. It has Arnold Schwarzenegger and Sinbad. <laughs> yep. And Phil Hartman. Yeah. Not too bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, so next yeah. week we will be talking about a couple movies, I imagine, yeah. on top of Jingle All the Way. Oh, probably Two. just Hateful Eight. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, so now what do we do? Are we... We're, we're rounding out the the episode. What time um, do we want to leave to get to the movie theater? What time um, is it now? Well, the mo- right now it is 7 o'clock for the listener. 7.05. 7.05. Don't and, lie to our people. Uh, the movie starts at 8.30. Yeah. 8.35. Which theater? Quit fucking lying Scotia about five Banks. minutes. Scotiabank. So we're gonna want a good. Uh, we need. I. It is assigned seating, but I do think we should get there as early as we can. I would yeah. say so. I'm gonna need time to put my face paint on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I need time to get into my trash can that I've made yeah. look like R2D2. Takes a. Uh, <laughs> oh, you've been working on the accent. Yeah. Uh, pretty nice. We uh, take. Uh, it takes about uh, forty minutes to get there from my front door. Okay. All right. So if we leave now, we'll get there at seven forty. Is that early enough, or do we need to, should uh, we do something here for the end of the episode? Let's see. Well, I gotta. I can't just. Uh, I don't know. This is a very good podcast. Yeah, and this is sentence. Yeah, I need. Uh, is this in three D? Are we watching it in three D? Yeah, three yeah, D. I gotta, gotta put, put my contacts. contacts. I've got I, solution upstairs if you need. Uh, that's a, oh, I've got a real problem <laughs> downstairs. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I, we're leaving all of this in. <laughs> this this is the, ep- the the portion of the episode called behind the scenes discussions of how we get to our movie tonight. The, the audience will love it. I feel like pretty good. Oh, I feel like I want to leave as early as we can. Yeah, I think we should wrap it up. So here. we just just wrap it up. All That's right. right. Let's let the audience know that we are going to do nine hundred two one zero cage match. Yes. Yeah. And uh, we'll uh, we'll let them know that we're actually going to drag it out a little bit. Yeah, uh-huh. we're we'll going to do, do one on ones. Yeah, the traditional cage match style. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and also next week's episode may potentially go up on uh, Thursday. Uh-huh. It might be a day or two late, uh-huh. right? Yeah. Depending on when we can all get together. Yeah, next it is the holidays. It is. But there will be something. We won't go a week without. No, yeah. it might come up on the Thursday. Yeah, it might be up a little late or late on Wednesday night. Yeah, yeah. So don't worry about it. But we're gonna figure it out. And we're gonna get back here to talk about <laughs> movies for you guys. Yeah, and about whether or not Casey has a problem downstairs. <laughs> <laughs> is his downstairs problem solved, or is it a whole new ball game? Can I have my solution upstairs? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I gotta shine up my robot yeah. jocks pin for tonight. So, so now uh, that everybody <laughs> knows, robot yeah. Now that everybody knows how we <laughs> figure out how to get to a movie, <laughs> <laughs> we will see you next Wednesday. Right. Thank you for listening. Goodbye, internet. Clean Glorp Star Wars. been a
presentation of the Modern Superior Media Network. Me, 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 me. And also uh, me. <laughs> Good, perfect. <laughs> 